Welcome to April 1st as we record this, which is uh, don't believe what you read on the internet day because people like to make jokes. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're terrible. Sometimes they're HR Collective who has redesigned their entire website in a, I think we've decided a Windows 95 era. I'm thinking, yeah. Uh, yeah. UI and pixelated fonts and downsampled image. It, it, it's beautiful. So ishtar-collective.net. If you don't want to read the lore, you know, you don't have to. I'm not going to make you, but at least go look at the old, if if you are not an old as we are, this is what the internet used to look like. Yeah, <laughs> many years ago, uh, it's oh, it's beautiful. I I would not want to read it like this all the time now because you know we we have made advancements. Our, our fonts are now smooth and rounded and can can look good. But oh, it is it is it is something. It well, certainly is. First question to you, good sir. How much? How much of the thing that was spoiled for you already is it safe to talk about? Have you have you recovered? How many spoilers have you gotten? What are we safe to talk about? <laughs> no, no. Have you played the mission yet? No. Right. I'm going to roll the titles. <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the triumph-hunting titan night demon, the pink-panted pansy, Hiroti, and your hunter masterator, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! Hello and welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter this week. I am joined by Parody and Respawn, and I am a very angry British Night Demon. I am going to start. This. I'm going to start the show off with a rant, and I know Respawn normally has rants, but I am taking over with a rant because just my mind is boggling. Okay, I, I get a twab <laughs> notification on Thursday. I think. No, mm-hmm. sit down, read the twab, you know, get prepared for the show on Saturday. You know, uh-huh. there's going to be some helpful little hints in there and some little doohickeys that they've twisted the knobs on. And, you know, we've we've changed this. We've buffed this. We've done. No, no. We break straight into story spoilers. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> all right. I'm not discussing what the spoilers are, but. OK. No, no, no. If you're not going to discuss what they are. I'm not I'm going, I'm going to run ahead no, no. to see if this you've is heard my rant. this one. This is my rant. I, I rant first. You ask questions later, right? Okay. 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 Story beats or plot twists or anything to do with stories getting spoiled should never, ever, 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 ever be discussed. Ever? Unless, ever, ever? unless somebody actually specifically says, Oh, please tell me. I don't mind if you spoil it for me. In that instance, that is okay. Now, I saw an interview with M. Night Shyamalan about a week ago when he was discussing his his latest film. And he was talking about journalists saying, oh, when can we talk about the ending of the film? And he was like, never. He's like, there is no statute of limitations on spoiling something for other people. If somebody asks, absolutely fine. But if nobody is asking you to spoil something, then you should not spoil it. It should always exist as something that is a surprise. 
no matter what what the time frame is on it it doesn't matter you know 10 years down the line when you know if i have grandchildren grandchildren sitting in front of star wars there is no way i am going to spoil a certain part in star wars for them or anybody else it is down to that individual to find out that story beat their own way and take it in their own way they don't want the how will people understand memes you know you, anakin, i've got the high ground anakin ha 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 you know no 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 but listen people will understand the memes when they come around to them and they go ah oh, that's what that meant but you there is no need to there's no need to start for twab with a story spoiler about what happened in the story last week because at the end of the day we have got so much stuff to play in lightfall it's unbelievable you know we're not all content creators of streaming eight hours a day and and blasted our way through it and now we're kind of we've gone through the story each and every single week some people like me have not even been able to get to the story as yet so it, it's uh, it really infuriates me that that it was even discussed it, it was it was even it was the start of the twelve. it's not even hidden at the bottom like you know a big thing saying spoilers do not read below this line it's the first thing you see and it's not fair. It's absolutely not fair. And it's not fair for anybody who has anything spoiled for them. It, it's ruined my experience this week. It's ruined because, your immersion. Yeah, it, it's ruined the story for me. I mean, it may not be, you know, a, a really big plot thing, but at the end of the day, that should not have been spoiled for me unless they're going to talk further on in the twelve that it has ramifications for story arcs that we need to then discuss on and the podcast, it did or... not exactly I'm not discussing it, but I, I, I stand true on if you're going to talk about spoilers you give a spoiler warning you give a time stamp of when you are discussing those spoilers so that people know when to come back not going to give a time stamp on a twab though no but on the twab if they'd have put a big spoiler thing on the banner on the front page and gone this is well, going to be a spoiler. It, like, like with Discord you can does, go into a it... Discord server yeah, and yeah, exactly. spoiler things that say you, you know, you click to say you understand that you are looking at spoilers here and then people yeah. will see it. I am so, I'm so angry. You know, how dare they spoil something that I have paid to play that I've, you know, that sh it shouldn't be discussed. I mean, I didn't realize that another podcast that we're associated with actually had it in the title. Until parody pointed it out to that person. You were talking really? about being spoiled, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if he." No, I hadn't seen that. that. Yeah. I hadn't seen right. the title of that. But again, that should then not. You're be... off the hook. You should... mm -hmm. no, but they're not off the hook because I've I've now seen it because I was looking at the what you were talking about. But that should not be a title of a, a podcast, or or at I'm least not directly. Like whenever I titled my be... my episode, hold on, I'm it should not be there. the title. Of a spoiler for a story, no. But like whenever no. I, whenever I made my title, I put uh, as both a way to keep it hidden and as a way to poke a jab at somebody who ruined it for me. Is I put um, cool guys don't watch explosions, right? I haven't hinted at anything, but those who know, know, you know. So like that, that's funny. I think that's okay to do, right? Yeah, but, I, like, don't mind, I don't. I don't that. So when, when it, you've got to that point in the story, and you know that that's the the thing that you're referring to that's absolutely fine yeah to use it as a title or to actually put it in words i mean 
I, I made the mistake when I was listening to the Last Word podcast. I wasn't listening to it live, which was what annoyed me is that I've I found that sometimes if I listen to these things live, they don't give you a spoiler w- warning. I mean, they didn't this week. I mean, I was listening to it this week, even though I'd kind of no reading the twab i was listening to the, and, and they suddenly went oh yeah spoiler alert it's like you've already said it it's it's not funny <laughs> after you've said it you know and i mean it is I, funny I it's not for you no it's not funny but there are people out there that don't mind things being spoiled and yeah. it's, it's the same with like marvel films i have to go and see it day one because i don't want to have to be on social media and have it spoiled indirectly mm-hmm. by if I'm watching mm-hmm. something else and somebody then goes oh blah 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 and you're like well, that came out of left field what why are you now talking about that why have you now yeah. spoiled that why have you put that picture there and spoiled that for me it's oh yeah it yeah, just the, really yeah. infuriates me that I have to go out of my way to avoid spoilers and I didn't think there was any necessity for Bungie to put that at the top of the the, the twelve. I mean, sometimes they talk about uh, the story beats that, you know, oh, maybe, you know, catch up on the story, but there's something important that's happened. But they've never kind of blurted it out. I know it's I know it's like about two weeks now since that incident happened. But again, I'm like many players haven't got around to it because we are so, you know, deeply in trying to do a billion and one things in Lightfall. I mean, I've only just unlocked my strand on the Warlock and... I've now got to go back and go and get all those strand aspects and fragments unlocked again. So I've now got to go around Neomuna for a second time and get more of those strands things to then go back to the Puka Pool to unlock those. It's not like, oh, you've done it on your Titan. Oh, we recognize you've unlocked everything on your Titan. Here you are. It's all free. You've you've run through that campaign again, but it's not unlocked. So you've now got to go and run that. So I'm still trying to do all of that. Just, the yeah. part that I don't like is, is I I I I've locked I've unlocked everything except one thing for the warlock. I've done nothing on the titan, right? Yeah. And I've done obviously everything on my hunter. But whenever I go to Neo Luna on my hunter, I'm not I'm not picking up the green things anymore that I could be picking up to I don't know stockpile for my warlock and my titan. No, you have to be on on the on a character that yeah. actually yeah. needs that currency yeah. in order to freaking in order to freaking collect it. I'm like yep. that is that is asinine, dude. Yeah. Thank you, Golden God. But yeah, no, it's asinine that that you know I could have been stockpiling this whole time, and whenever I jump on the warlock of the Titan, or whatever, boom, I've got enough to just buy everything outright, you know. But no, I gotta go grind more useless stuff to just get that currency. I mean, are you in agreement with with me and like M Night Salomon about like spoilers should it's down to the viewer whether they decide that they want those things spoiled for never them. never is a bit extreme i'm i'm not no, sure if i'm on, on board why, with why is it, never why is it never but like no the other day cuz I, I said something about a movie that happened a long time ago i'm like oops spoilers and then and then parody himself like dude that thing's been out for 8 years if you haven't seen it by now whatever right and i agree if it's been out for years or whatever and you don't know well no no, it whatever shouldn't be. it shouldn't be. I think it should be secret until you have actually experienced that or you have asked to have that experience spoiled for you. There should be no spoilers whatsoever. I mean, I'm looking there... at it from like a Knight Salomon's point of view is that he's the creator of those certain films and those plot twists in his films make those films at certain points. And you think oh, yeah. that is amazing. But to have that spoiled for you before you've even seen those those kind of 
things as a creator you, you must think oh that's really upsetting you know that they haven't got they haven't had that chance to experience it the way that i wanted you to experience it and Bungie might may look at it differently as you know it it's like a throwaway thing but it, it shouldn't really be if this is the story that they're creating and they want us as the players to experience what they've created surely there should be a, a limit to what they can actually talk about it, it, it had no bearings on the twab that's what i'm angry about as well yeah it, yeah it's it, it, it's not like when you know lance reddick passed and there's a reason to talk and there's a reason you know to do this it's like this is access denied yeah and, and, and i think as far as the spoilers go i mean i try my best you know again not to spoil when i'm talking to someone but i think there is a difference between i'm talking to you about said movie or said thing or you're creating a piece of, you know, you're having a conversation about an eight-year-old movie, a 10-year-old movie. Yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, again, now, now if it's M. Night's films where kind of the end is the point, I may make go out of my way to make a special point to go, let me not spoil this for you if you have not seen and intend to watch it because it does, you know, it sort of ruins the end of it when that's sort of the point. When it's other things... You know, it's like it, it may be, you know, to respond's point, it may be something you've encountered in popular culture at this point because those, you know, a movie came out in the 70s. You've encountered a big, you know, a big plot point in Star Wars at this point, even if you haven't seen it, just by seeing any of the 70 parodies of the film that have been made or of that moment or whatever. Mm. But, but this, this one particularly, like, I mean, I, I didn't get, I didn't get, get a chance to play the mission until this week. Mm. And even it just felt, so did the hollow. mission feel forced it, not not it, i it, mean forced yes but also why the, the the moment the moment felt forced the moment yeah. felt like it it felt like there were no stakes access denied yeah. and again being being you know being you know, dancing around who and the what again if you know you know and if you don't know you know yeah. if you're gonna play the mission next week i'm not gonna spoil it for you but it it, it was one of those just like throw away like if if this happened and this didn't happen I don't think it had any bearing on anything. Like, and now again, I now again, I've just played that part. I don't know what comes next. I don't know what the next story beats are. I don't know where we're going with all this, but it yeah. just felt very hollow. But there was no need to talk about it in the twelve. No, N no. It had and, nothing and, to do with the story not, or anything. Yeah, no. like, 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 certainly not now. Like, oh, this happened, and now the world is saved, and now the big bad is gone. It's like, n no. I mean, I'm sorry to start the show off on a downer, but it was like I was. Well, you're not. It's not a downer. You're ranting. There's a difference. Yeah. No, it just infuriates me. I mean, things like the raid boss, things like uh, I don't know what else to to, uh, to kind of compare it to is just that sometimes you kind of those things aren't that big of an issue because you know if you're wanting to play the raid, you'll kind of find out. But either if you're not doing it blindly, you'll you'll look at a raid guide, you'll look at people's, you know, descriptions of different things that are happening in that raid, and you'll kind of either find out that way or find out yourself, you know. So it's um, some things are hard like that. I mean, that's not it wasn't the raid boss wasn't really truly a spoiler as such. It was like we'd had been building towards him. We had a clue, but like I was disappointed when I found out it was in fact him. I didn't want it to be him. I wanted it to be somebody else. I wanted it to be somewhere else too. Honestly, yeah. but like yeah, and and, and 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 even something like the raid boss. I mean, that's less of a like it's like 
that's a thing you're going to encounter and encounter again and again and again. Like it's not, it's not so much like a piece of a story that's being yeah. told, like something that should have some, you know, it, it's not like, you know, again, you have a, you have a character die in the story. There should be some emotion. There should be some stakes. There, sh- you should feel something. Yep. It's like, Oh, the raid boss It's like, yeah. Okay. Maybe I didn't want to know who that was, but like, it's not going to necessarily like ruin your enjoyment of the raid to find out, Oh, it's this guy versus that guy. Hey, stop listening. This is a big time spoiler alert, and I will not be held responsible if you hear something you don't want to hear. I mean, Bungie yeah. did it differently when they did with dealt with Cade. It was like we are we're posting this. They gave him a send off. They they gave no, him a proper send off. But everybody, if you were watching the promotional material, you knew where that was going. You knew what oh, was yeah. going to happen because everybody was angry with Bungie. Like, how how dare you spoil this? plot twist even before mm-hmm. we've got the game in our hands but Bungie at that point when this is what's going to happen we're spoiling it now for everyone you know and <laughs> that's it but everyone at that point the box. yeah everyone uh, you know had that moment spoiled for them because they, yeah, but, but, but it was like point, the world premiere of that trailer at the time so if you'd watched it like the day or the day after at least you were kind of everybody was in the know but then it was kind of how you found out later on which didn't seem to have, have any bearing. You know, it's just... Oh, well, Cade did have a bearing because it was very no, no, much tied you, to the you, plot. You already knowing that he was going to die in that trailer oh, yeah. didn't yeah. have any kind of bearing on the, your experience in that game. You knew it was coming at some point and they did a couple of things like, oh, is it going to happen now? Or is it going to happen now? But it didn't happen until it was kind of ready to happen. Yeah. But, yeah. And that, was, that was the worst part is knowing it's coming, dude. Because like, like what you're saying is like, you know, the expectation, you know, is it now? Is it now? Is it now? You know, but the way that they did it, they did it beautifully. I'll give them that. Now, the individual that demons have said about, it's like, imagine, let me think of a character. Um, uh, Eververse. Just... Eververse, you sit there talking to Eververse. Eververse is just hanging out. And then a ship crash lands into her stall, kills her. You know, that's what it felt like to me. It's just like, it's just like, why? Why did this happen? You know, there's, there's no, there's no reason. There's no rhyme. There's yeah, no but I haven't, I haven't. It's been just they were to... there, and then they weren't. As a player, <laughs> I haven't been able to get to that point in the story for me to experience that and give you my take on it. I, it's been spoiled for me several different times by people that obviously have got to that point in the story and just like we're just going to talk about it. And yeah, I know really we, we we do try and make sure that there are spoiler alerts and things like that because it's not fair. I mean, even if you're a new player just coming in, I mean, I was I was playing with um, Oti Biscotti this week. New player hasn't experienced a lot in the game, you know, and was questioning me about like what's the armamentarium, what is the sweet business because we were discussing it in the in the chat and things. So, so we were going over things like, that. and for him to kind of if he hasn't been to that point in the story and hasn't been able to experience it, I didn't want to kind of spoil it for him, you know, or spoil it for anybody, really. It it should be for that person to experience in-game, whether it's now or seven years down the line, you know, because seven years down the line, if this game is still going, that plot point, if it's still in the game, will kind of, you know, and that's another thing, because that that plot point is in a season, which is then being taken out. So, if you start the game up afresh now and you run through all those different characters where you have to run around the tower and do different things, is that going to affect, you know, 
that when you go to play like in a year's time when that piece of content isn't in the game mm. it's it's i think it's gonna have a knock-on effect because am i correct is that when you start the game as a new character is Cade in there or not i can't i i, I haven't been to that point in the game so I, I don't know i didn't know if anybody else has experienced that but things like that just if there's a character missing or something that has happened in the plot in a season that has then altered different things like um I know forge voice lines but i don't remember if the strikes and things in the voice lines where he's in are still there or not i mean nessus is nessus I, he, he's on the nessus strikes isn't he yeah i was like nessus is still there so yeah yeah i don't know it's a it's a really weird disconnect of yeah people don't even know who that is there are people coming into the game right now that have no idea who he is yeah you know who's this voice come on now you can go and play destiny one and find out who he is you can get get your rock off his map mm-hmm. right Get your rock off my map. Oh my god, he's such a good character. Anyway, um, but the other thing that, that bugs me is it's like, you know, it feels hollow and, and you gotta ask yourself why. And the only thing that I can think of is, A, Zavala seems way more broken up about this character than he was about Cade, which kind of upset me a little bit, right? Like, he's on his knees damn near crying over this particular character and when it came to Cade, he was just like, no, we won't avenge him. I mean, Ikora was about it. She was she was gathering everyone to to to, to raise an offensive, and Zavala's just like, no, I won't lose any more friends, and that was it, right? But this character, he's on his knees, he's crying, he's having this whole existential crisis, and I'm upset that he didn't have a reaction that strong with Kane. Maybe maybe with Zavala, it's just like a there's only so much you can take before that man's chin is kind of completely knocked and he's like oh, that's it you know what one more person down mm. and i, yeah, I just no. can't take this and it breaks i mean mm. you can only have so many things go wrong in your life before you, you decide that that's it I, I cannot handle this anymore you know there's so many things before someone yeah, has a complete I mental breakdown saying, but but still you know kid he spent hundreds of years probably with right or at least decades with yes as a fire team member he was probably prepared probably prepared for his death they probably all are those kids run off and done enough stupid stuff he's like one of these times you're gonna get yourself killed it may not be today it may not be tomorrow but one of these days yeah there's probably mm-hmm. been a talk there's probably been a hug there's probably been chats you know <laughs> Things have been said. Mix of kin and, have been set up. I mean, yeah, we've it's, had, it's, you know, yeah. they've had, they've had quite a few years to kind of place. get consorted, yeah. Yeah. All right, I what, might concede that point. What, Kate was what, pretty pretty off the chain, what, so. What struck me playing that mission after the passing of Lance Reddick was listening to him giving this heartfelt performance around friendship and around loss and... Yeah, that, you know, that whole eulogy thing. Really, really hit different... He did with like hearing him from beyond the grave in a way talking about loss and friendship and being there for each other. And like that hit me in a way that like, I don't think would have normally like, 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 it happened the same week. Right. Right. Like it's, it's it's just a, and someone somewhere at Bungie, they're, they're, they're like, so in this week, we killed off this person and this guy died and like, this is going to be rough. Like this isn't even the season of like, you know, emotional trauma, but like 
this is going to be some emotional trauma a little bit this week. <laughs> in, Did you have one of those uh, collided with a chance of meatball moments? Where the uh, the officer, he has that tear going down his face. And the first time it's going down his face, he intimidates it back into his eye. And then later on, the tear's coming down and it stops. And he looks at it and he goes, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about out. you because this is about the third mention of Cloudy Without the Chance of Meatballs. I love that movie. Shut up. You don't be worried about it. It's a great movie. No, but it's like, are you being traumatized? Is your son forcing you to watch it over and over again? I just want to well, know where we are. That might be part of it. Where? But, I mean, <laughs> but like, there's a lot of memorable parts that you can relate to, man. Come on. You know? Not all of us relate to cartoon films. Well, you I, should. Of all people with 19 freaking children, film. you should. Yeah. But the, the other question I wanted to ask you guys, because they were talking about it on The Last Word, was that they were talking about the story as a whole, because I, I think it's now kind of come to an end and we're now kind of waiting for an epilogue. So... Again, once I banners out of the way next week, I hopefully will get eventually around to completing the story all in one week. But Dude, just do the story mission. You can do the story. The story mission takes you no, thirty minutes, and then you can go back to doing Iron I'm Banner. Busy. No, but I'm busy. I'm busy doing stuff. I'm yeah, busy. the story, I'm, which takes you thirty minutes, no, and then you can I'm, go do Iron Banner. I'm gonna finish on my hunter now. Stop distracting me. Now they were talking about the story missions, and they were saying how that they didn't understand Shadow Legion and people being put in prisons, just like in little pyramid ships and things. So I was thinking, oh, that's quite interesting. And they're like, this has no bearing on like the plot or the story or anything going forward. But so, sorry, could, could we just stop here? We are guardians. We are meant to protect the people of the last city. And if Shadow Legion are coming down and trying to imprison people, surely that is our job. It isn't just... We, I think they're we, wondering sorry, why Shadow Legion are doing this. Why yes, now? But... Why not? People do weird and wonderful things across the whole of this earth, and you've got to, you, you question it. You're like, well, why have you done that now? Done well, Cabal have been around for a while, and they haven't started kidnapping people until yeah, now. But this is Shadow Legion, so this is the, the Legion. That's only just come, yeah, but it's only the, the Legion that's just come back with Callus. So whatever their their thing, they, they look. They had a directive. They're sticking to it. They're like the first order. They just keep going and going and going until somebody decides to tell them otherwise. So they're going to continue with whatever Callus told them. You know, they're not going to tell us. They're just going to continue doing that. But you know, we we are guardians. We don't just deal with the big bad threats. We deal with the homegrown threats as well. It's you know, th there are things that just have to be done. And if Shadow Legion are on Earth, we have to deal with them. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. But I and think their I think their point was the why factor in all this. You're just dismissing that. You're like, why not? Well, no, why? Why not? <laughs> why not? Okay, I follow you. I understand why not. You know, cause can right. I get Look, that. But like, break out all across the world without you know, like warning sometimes, mm -hmm. and you're like, why has that happened? And you just have to you have to act, and you have to act there and then and deal with different things and. It's the same with this. We don't know why. We're not always given the reasons why. We just like, yes, sir, we're going to get in there and do it. As a Marine, if you are told to go somewhere, and you don't go, hang on a minute, what is their motivation? What is motivating me? Let me get into my, my, my frame of mind. You just do as you are told, don't you? I see what you're getting at, but Marines have a different job. We're, <laughs> we're, we're tip of the spirit kind of thing, so... Yeah, you know, usually, usually, if somebody tells us to do things, it's because they deserve to die. 
Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know their motivation. You don't know what the enemy's motivation or thinking is behind it. You don't know what their ultimate goal is. Your goal is to stop what they are doing. That's it. End of. Okay, that's your point. If you don't know their motivation, yeah, okay. we don't know their motivation. We don't know why they're doing what they're doing in the story. We know that we just got to stop it because it's in our eyes, it's wrong. Yep. So that's what we're doing for this season. Mm-hmm. You just don't like my um, reasoning behind it, do you? Well, I'm just, I think you're taking it a little serious, you know. I mean, I understand, like, like you're I'm upset because it got spoiled. Bungie got me all I'm upset up. because it doesn't make any sense, you know, like, just, just why this person, why now, you know. I, is, I mean, Parody earlier said it felt like an afterthought, and it kind of does, right? Like, they didn't, they, there was no clue that it was coming, none whatsoever. Nobody knew it was going to happen, the and then it happened. Man, when things like that happened, you, you shouldn't have a forewarning of it. If it's if it happens in real life, the thing with Lance Reddick, nobody saw that coming. Nobody yeah. saw that coming. Not even him, I don't think. It's like yeah. it was like. But Lance Reddick isn't building a story plot for a video game. You know what I'm saying? Yes, That's real life. Day, this isn't real life. I know, but it's not. It's not real life. But it oh. art imitates life. Things just happen, and they just happen, and there's no rhyme or reasoning behind it. It just happens, and it's not to drive a plot it's not it's oh, just jesus <laughs> oh oh that's the reason i guess um <laughs> he said to free up space in the tower <laughs> if it gives me 20 more spaces in my vault i don't mind <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden not upset no I, no <laughs> the thing is, i'm not upset about the incident i'm upset uh... about being spoiled by the incident I yep. don't need to be spoiled by the incident if I want to enjoy the game. Oh, and I'm, I'm talking from the point as a player, not as a content creator, like what we do as a, as a podcast. I was trying to go out of my way to, you know, not be spoiled by not watching certain videos or listening at certain points in podcasts. And then twop, bam! And then twop. <laughs> yeah. Bungie's like, hold on, we got you. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want spoilers? I got you, fam. Which is why I put in our chat, you know, if if you haven't completed the story, do not read the twelve. If you are a person that goes and reads the twelve each week, just to find out what they're changing with weapons and loadouts. Yeah. And I, I saw that you had done that, but I had already played the campaign and I had just watched the Astrocross video, and I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Astrocross has been doing the whole mission every week too. So, you know, if you haven't played the the weekly missions, don't watch any Astrocross videos outside from his build videos, right? Because he's been doing the weekly, and and he's he's all kinds of spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that's and and like you know, getting back to Demon's Marvel point before too. It's like you can't have a Marvel movie come out, and then a day goes by, and it's like, what did this major scene mean? What was this cameo all about? And it's like, well, great. Now I know all these things have happened. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the same thing in the Destiny world. Like, like you sort of have to just ignore YouTube for a while if you're trying to stay unspoiled. Because I mean, you don't even have to click the yeah, videos. His the point is, it wasn't thumbnails YouTube. Are this was spoiled. this was Bungie well, themselves well, spoiling it for you. Yeah, I, un- <laughs> I I understood that was the point. I, I, yeah, that's not the point I'm making. I understood the point he made. All right, I'm sorry. I'm making He's a different that. point. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and that's the thing. It's like Bungie. It's like. They don't really tend to get into the story much. 
like in the twelve. It's just it's sort of a weird. It, it, it's almost sort of like, oh, we had a in memoriam for Lance Reddick. We should do one for our character here too and talk about that. It just it it, it was almost honestly it almost felt like I mean this twelve is super weird in that yeah. it's got you know the big spoiler you know a little bit about the mid season weapons patches going into effect and then it's like piles and piles of wallpaper and then art and movie of the week it's like we need to stretch this twab out a little bit so it's not just pretty pictures bungie it, it could have just been pretty pictures like you could have just given us wallpapers and like art movie of the week and then like a you know the tuning patch and that's it like you, did, you didn't need more it, it was fine it was a perfectly good length it was just it was almost just like we need something else to put into the twab this week what what happened the thing is, is, I don't know, if, it's if just like a weird choice. The with this week at Bungie, and we're still recovering from the emotional roller coaster that was last week's story and the upset that happened with Lance Reddick. That would have been absolutely fine. There would have been nothing in there. there mm-hmm. been, you, you wouldn't have had a clue of what was going on in the story. You'd have thought, oh, you know, it is. It's still tragic. You know, the, it's still like sends shockwaves through like the movie world and the video game world of his passing. But, and, it would have had no bearance on people being spoiled. One freaking guardian has been collecting or has been kicking your racist collective asses for nine years. Ah, that's never going to get old. That's been all over my feeds. This whenever he read that, that's been all over my feeds. This is one one and only time I can respect Savala. (laughs) Anyway, I think, I think my rant's over and done with. Bungie, I think I've made my point. Um, so, don't spoil so shall we get, again. Shall we get into this to the spoiler riddled twab and skip the part about you know the spoiler in it, uh-huh. or should we spoil it and right. just say spoiler? <laughs> Do not spoil it. Well, I'm kicking that, you. That, that would be the the biggest <laughs> move to be like, let's spend an hour talking about how we shouldn't spoil things, and then be like, so here's the big spoiler that happened this week, everybody. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, King yeah, Matt. We tell them right. <laughs> that makes it okay, right? <laughs> yeah. So so this is this is. And this is this week of Bungie for the 30th of March, 2023. If you're going, wait, which top should I not be reading? 3-30-2023. That's the top to skip if you don't want the big spoiler spoiled for you. Exactly. Because you, you, you don't have to go very far in it at all before the big spoiler happens. Mm-hmm. Which is what was one of my points. Anyway, yeah, really like, like, like two sentences. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, like like a sentence in. So yeah, we're, we're coming from the emotional roller coaster. Things have happened. We're, we're getting a f- fun behind the scenes look at development, animation horrors, and uh, of course the player support update and a mid weapons, a mid season weapons update. Which doesn't is, is it really mid season? I, I feel well, like we're getting older, and the seasons five. are going quicker because it, it should not be mid season yet. I, I don't think they know what that means. Mid season is next week with Iron Banner, and it's Iron Banner eruption. Oh boy, mini mayhem. <laughs> so yeah, Iron Banana. Yeah, so so we've got our we've got our nice little update this week, uh, answering a question about one particular weapon players are searching for. Uh, behind the scenes look at placeholder animations regarding that gun that everyone has been talking about, and then the is that a spoiler? Art movie of the week. No, because uh, what, what gun? What gun is everybody chasing? The shotgun. I don't know where it was chasing, but the second one is the gun that was in all the promotional material for Lightfall, and everybody said, well, "Where is it?" Oh, uh, the Kavastov. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And last that's, week they that's so, the the explanation week. for that is so stupid, though, man. It's so well, stupid. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It like, doesn't make sense because, like, it totally makes sense. We could sp- we could spend time animating a bunch of extra stuff, or we could just do one animation. and Go, listen, we'll roll with this one. 
Yeah, but it makes sense for my you have a crap ton of stuff to do to get your game ready. Do you spend time custom animating a different weapon or just go listen? We have a we have a weapon, we have an animation. We know our there entire community it. is going to is going to focus on this because we're all obsessives. Yeah, their excuse for it is are. that other other weapons have, have glitched out in some of the cinematics. It's like, well, it's because you have a game full of spaghetti code. Fix your gosh damn code, man. Get to the stuff out of the matrix. They will fix your gosh damn code. If it's Destiny three, it'll be unspaghetti coded. It'll be a different kind of spaghetti code. It'll be a freaking mobile game. <laughs> or or hear me out, I don't care about yeah. the extra things glitching out in animation sequences. I care about the game I'm actually playing. Yeah. So you could be holding a big giant hot dog on the animation sequences for all I care about. It would be funnier that way. That would be funny. Yes. Respawn, it's time for a difficult e-conversation. Mm-mm. I didn't it do it. Um, I was with uh, my wife from 2 to 4 that evening. Well, we, we've been keeping an eye on you overall. Since oh, oh gosh. Oh, no. And, and we have some changes for you in, in, in the update and future updates that retune certain experiences. All about uh, oh. legend and master enemy HP scalers for non-boss units. Thank God! Oh, oh this is a little needed. higher. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. And this directly addresses what I was complaining about last week. It does. I'm indeed. so glad this happened. Mm-hmm. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just love the reason we'll comment and, and then we'll never get to what it is and we'll just move on to it. All right, commendation now. So, so Budgie has reduced the enemy HP scaler for all non-raid and non-dungeon Legend and Master activities by 10%. So basically, 10% less HP across the board for all those things, essentially. Good. Uh-huh. And they reduced the co-op HP scaler in the Legendary Avalon by 33%. Yeah, you notice how they specifically mentioned that? Yeah, that, that, that thing is BS, Budgie. So, so the so the legendary Avalon. That's that's the Vex Caliber yes. Legend yep. version yep. mission. Yes, I, yes. I, yeah, I figured when I read this that it had to be that because yeah, I, I've heard you complaining about it for weeks now. So yeah, thirty three percent easier. And get his catalyst for it. I've got two of the catalysts. I don't have the last one yet. I still need to get but, the weapon. But, well, but so the fact hey. that I had to solo them is what makes me mad because Mike and I do a lot of stuff together. You know, especially you know stuff I like just this. Until this week. Well, we didn't know it was coming, parody. <laughs> you should, you should have. Come on, you should have. You see, if if you're playing the game my of the pace, nineteen nine IR from Bungie. Okay, he doesn't work there anymore. See, if you're playing the game of the pace nineteen nine IR, by the time you get to these things, all these things will already be in place for you. Exactly, and then it won't be a problem. <laughs> yeah, but if I did that, I wouldn't have adept weapons from the raid. I wouldn't have some, um, you know, some. You, you're talking about armor. raid stuff. Perry D and I have done raid stuff this week. Yeah, no, you in did. Your face. Oh gosh, in that your was face. this week, wasn't it? It was this week. Which and one did you do? There is a stream up where it took us three hours to do one encounter. Is, was like, it the planets? Was uh, it the planets? It was the first. <laughs> did we get to planets? You have been a laugh. What? That was the first <laughs> encounter? Yeah. You're kidding me. That's the, that's like the easiest one. Look, we had a what? handicap. His name was Arf. <laughs> Not Arf. Oh, bless him. We had a handicap. It was so, not Arf. A little bit of backstory to this is that Arf had contacted me last week and said, look, I'm off on Wednesday. You stream on Wednesdays, don't you? And I was like, yeah. He's like, can we do a raid? I said, I got you, bro. I, I, can, I can assemble 
the best team ever. So oh, <laughs> parody was available. I was available enough. So there was three of us. Y'all didn't even ask me? Wow. Well, no, because we were working. And I did you ask you last week at the end of the show. You said, oh, no, I'm working on that day. Were you oh, willing to get up at 5 a.m. and go raid? So if I wasn't working and Night Demon was not there, yes. See, it would have been a swap season. <laughs> My power blue screen was on. And we just blue screen, needed, I've done it with. Yeah, blue screen. Blue we just needed a couple more people to, you know, go through. And Blue had found a couple more people that he normally raids with because Blue's now into raiding without mm -hmm. me. Anyway, so we start up the first encounter. You're bitter. We, we start up the first encounter. And it wasn't until we completed it that I realized it was three hours long that we just, but we were having so much fun. It was so enjoyable. We were all having a good laugh. But at one point, literally, the, just before we beat it, Arthur was like, I've got to go. My wife's just called me. No, she he me didn't. Make, she oh, wants me to make her lunch. I've got to go. C can you sub somebody else in? So we found somebody that was in the chat, wanted to come in. Arv still didn't finish the first encounter. OT Biscotti, mm -hmm. you know, new to the game or new to new player anyway. And um, yeah, we completed it the first time that he disappeared. Arv, bless him. <laughs> Not saying that he was the handicap, but you know, just it kind of sounds like you're exactly saying he was a handicap. But he's well, also not here to defend himself, so again, that's kind of well, on him. Bless him. <laughs> I felt so sorry for him, but Arf, if you are listening, we will have to try and get you through it. Arf, you, if you are listening, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Respawn has offered to to sherpa you through the raid, take you under his under his hunter wing and glaive, and teach you the ways. No, no, no. If Night Demon is saying that he's the weakest link, and Night Demon I view as the worst person to raid with, I, no, no, no I'm, I'm sorry. the worst person to raid with. I'm the worst person for you to raid with because I call Jason you. Jason Point, yes, yeah, correct. That's all I care about is my experience. I behave when I'm with other people. <laughs> do you? Does. I do. Does. Just, just not with you. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> So yeah, yeah we got, always we got be nice to you, We yeah. got some loot. We, we we had a good time. I've got I've got helms of agony to to match the agony we felt. But no, we 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 had a good time. We laughed a lot. We I mean it, it was part of it was you know we sort of knew what we were doing, but we didn't really know what we were doing. So it was fun to sort of just you know figure out hey we, you know, exactly which part of this time are we screwing up? Because a number of times we would kill the the tormentor and the game was, was at least on hard it, mode. Did you spend oh, no. three hours <laughs> of, of course not, sir. Sir. Oh god. Sir. <laughs> sir, come on now. No, absolutely not. Dude, no, on you, day you... one, on day one, with oh, no guy, from any of the streamers, flip. it took us like three tries to get that done, dude. Day one, no help. It was well, good like... for you. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> you were working. That that doesn't help me. <laughs> we are average folks oh. here trying to get through a raid. So okay, so, so so explain this to me. Was it the mechanics? Were people just not getting? Did you not know the mechanics? Were people screwing up the mechanics? What what was the stopgap? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, some of it was not fully understanding the timing of killing the champions versus the scion spawning, okay. and some of it was you know picking people up that had fallen down, and mm -hmm. sometimes it was just like we would you know, again you know we we get we get out of sync and. And Blue was our, our runner going around and touching all the spots. He'd be like, yeah, I, I don't know where the next one is. It's like, it's it's just gone. It would just, you know, get lost or couldn't find it or whatever it was. So, I mean, just, you know, a little bit of all of the above. Each each run something new. And then we, and then we put it all together. 
Yeah. Future reference. Because this is also going to help you out for challenge mode and hard mode. No. Get those, get those the aren't things. get the tormentors low health and just leave them alone. Move on. And the guy who's got the light buff will kill the tormentor when he needs them to die. There you go. No, no, no. It, it, that was too hard. We need Blue was screaming at us. Kill him now. Kill him now. It's because the tiger was going to get exactly. So we, we did as we were told. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's a couple times though he did say let's leave. A couple times he did say let's leave this one up. And we said, well, you should have told us that thirty seconds ago because he's very much dead. <laughs> we yeah, were very yeah, efficient. Yeah, killing, killing, yeah, killing the tormentors was not a problem. That that we 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 did too well at that. Yeah. It, it was the well. yeah. It was, oh. it was it was the timing and scions, and then the champion killing to to spawn the next batch of scions was oh was God. where we were falling down. That's that's on YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube. Uh, I could go back and watch that. <laughs> I mean, only if you drink heavily is, is would be my recommendation. <laughs> no, no, like watching y'all do this. I'm gonna end up yelling at the screen. I know I am. You know you are. <laughs> oh, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. You're gonna see, night, you're gonna see night demon. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna see demon risk running a lot of things. <laughs> risk runner's not bad. That's no, no, bad. Yeah. yeah. I I changed from being a solo titan, and I thought. Sod it, I'm going to put Intermantle Skull 4 on and I'm going to run around charging at people and I'm going to do slams and I'm going to use Risk Runner to get mm-hmm. arc protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good fun. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I thought somebody's going to take charge oh, yeah. of all of these enemies and it's going to be me. That was what was happening in my head. Yeah. I was killing everybody. Yeah, yeah, I, just, I, the case. yeah I just ran as a Void Titan, but honestly, I didn't. I, I swapped a Void from Strand thinking I might need it for the survivability. Yeah, survivability. Didn't really feel like it. Like, it didn't really feel like it was, again, like, the staying alive part was not, that's the part I thought I might have a problem with, but that's not at all where my struggle was. Mm. It, it was us, you know, as a team, figuring things out and getting the scions down. And <laughs> So <laughs> the fact that you only got through that one raid, Parody mm-hmm. said he got armor. Did anybody get weapons? Oh, Blue did. Blue got the ultra rifle. Blue got the auto rifle. Ooh, he, he got nice. one of the Rufuses, and with a roll I think he was happy with that I was drooling over. Yeah, I was like, that's uh, yeah, so yeah, so, so we got to that piece, and then we got to the we got to the next part around, uh, like shooting the light and dark, and then man cannoning, man cannoning your way back and forth, like left and right across the thing. Oh, that place! Yeah, we got yes. there. I ran. I, I was able to run at a time or two, then I had to go to work. I know night. I know uh, Azure Demon joined, and night. I think you guys were five manning it for a while. I don't know if you got through that part or not, but I know no, you we were. Didn't. No, you were but, you, again. You, that you were, was at, at least under his tutelage. Out. You knew what we. You knew you knew what you were doing at that point. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was running around with Outbreak Perfected and uh, I think Gnawing Hunker is what I ended Outbreak up rolling with. Outbreak is a good gun, man. People, and just, people and just downplaying that. Outbreak it, is it, a phenomenal gun, even now. Even now. Yeah. It it worked really well. I mean, because I was just running that and Gnawing Hunker because I, I was thinking originally Wither Horde. Because it's like, we, I was told, you need to add clear. I was like, Wither Horde and Auto Rifle. I got this. It's like, no, mm-hmm. Outbreak works perfectly fine, especially against the Tormentors. They don't really care about my Wither Horde. So. Yeah, but no, I mean, it was really? good fun. You know, yeah, we had a good time. We had some good laughs. I had forgotten that was just this week. This has been still a long week. <laughs> and you got up at five in the morning. Or you just happened to have already been awake that early, Parody. Uh, a little of both. Yeah. And while we're here talking about different things, thank you very much to Dust Astro this week for helping me out on my warlock, along with Blue Screen, of course. And shout out to Dust Astro's wife and kids, because they said that I didn't shout them out before. So I'm shouting them out now. There you go, on the show live Ooh, special 
yeah. Fancy. And um, Ukrik says that uh, he's giving you a piece of advice. If you don't fall down, you don't have to pick people back up again. So we'll, we will pass that along to our lore guy. There you go. It, it was great <laughs> advice. You know, stop falling down. That way you don't have to get picked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good advice. I like it. Real, real. Immersion. <laughs> Reloading, dying, aiming. Is there anything that doesn't break our immersion? Well, yeah. Speaking of breaking our immersion, commendations. commendations. Yeah. <laughs> they break our immersion so much. They're so dumb. And Bungie have realized this, and now they're reducing everything. So you now only have to have five commendations given out. Or get... Is it give out or take? Five? Five from 20 to get Hawthorne's weekly challenge accommodation. That's good. I don't yeah. buy it. I don't believe it. I've gotten one Ingram from that. So oh, I am level good. nine. I am level nine right now. And I've gotten one Ingram from her. So I don't think she gives out Ingrams. No matter how many you, you give out. She that's... does now. It's only five. It's only five. They've reduced it. Now, now this one. Mm-hmm. Well, I felt that it went a lot quicker this week. You're assuming that people remember to visit her and get the engrams? I, I visit her. It even lights up on my screen. But I get Crucible. I get Gambit. I, I don't even know how I get Crucible, but I get it. And I get Gambit. And I get all kinds of stuff. You know what I don't get? Commendation stuff. Nothing. So you get the Crucible ones, but are you talking about the Crucible engrams that she gives you? That say yeah. Crucible. Yeah, because you're in a clan. You get them from being in a clan. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. It's not you doing anything. It's the clan doing stuff. Well, so if, I mean, if you two are in a clan, you can visit the bird at Hawthorne. And when people in your clan do activities like raids, crucible, mm-hmm. gambit, you will get engrams like every single week from her. Well, the point is, I have like I have like a just score of like fourteen hundred. I have I have a score of fourteen hundred. I've given out I think like four hundred and something commendations. I'd have to go back and check, and I've gotten one. One income from her, not one every five combinations or one every twelve combinations. No, just one. That's full stop. A, that was because it was a lot harder the other week. It was twenty. Now it's down to five. Yeah, I don't you think you hear do, me. You had to do twenty every week. Did, did, did you do twenty every week? Yes, I've you done more than twenty, dude. I, like I said, I've got like four hundred, and we haven't even been out that long. You know. So they have also removed the Guardian ranked objectives that requires players to give out commendations from rank 7, 8, and 9. And they further reduced the commendation score requirement for Guardians ranked 7 to 9. So rank 7 is 200, was 460. Rank 8 is 477, which is really weird, was 790. And rank 9 is 910, which was 1290. That's such a bungee number. They, they had to throw 7s right? in there somewhere. That 477 says to me that's a bungee number. Oh, yeah. Well, the no, other ones, they don't make any sense either. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there, I'm sure there's some calculation they put it. They said, "Listen, we thought you know 460 was a reasonable number. Let's like you know cut it in by whatever percent." And I don't know if the rest of these are the same percent. I'm sure there's some formula they shove these into. Going, yeah, this is never going to happen. So let's just let's do this. Maybe everyone will love us again. I'm not sure if you guys are in agreement with me on this. Is that Hawthorne's weekly challenge was because you were part of a clan it was meant to be to do with the clan so the clan would play and each week the xp would build up and once the clan reached the xp build up you'd get those engrams but you would also have to play to get uh, the like the pinnacle one from her 
So mm-hmm. it, it incentivized you to play to also contribute to the clan as well so that people would get those extra engrams that Respawn was talking about as you would get your pinnacle. There doesn't seem to be, there seems to be a disconnect now from this was the, the clan, you know, bounty person or the, the clan, you know, she still does the bounties, but the clan person that you go to now it's like commendations, which are completely separate from clans. And it would have been nice maybe to have an additional thing with her for commendations. And, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, does it really matter if she gives out two pinnacles, one for commendations, one for doing clan stuff? That way, if you're not in a clan, you can still get like the commendations one. And if you're in a clan, you get the bonus of having two. What What's the problem there? Oh, no, I don't get I don't get them no matter how, how, how many I turn in. So. I'll be honest, I'm at the point where I'll visit her every couple of weeks and she has things for me and I don't really know where they come from or why. You do not question it. Nope, I'm just like, hey, there's stuff there, I'll pick it up. Because honestly, in, in, I'm at the point in the looter shooter where uh, the loot is not that important. If, 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 if I, or I should say, if I've gotten the loot, I've done the thing to get the loot. The loot I'm getting from her is not something I'm gonna write home about. Maybe infuse into something, but it's not like, oh man, she dropped me the whatever thing. See, that, that's good though. Yeah, it's a lot forever. of it is infusion fuel, and that that's really good to have. Sometimes you get good rolls from that. Yeah, but I mean, also it means that people doing the raids give. I, I get a raid engram that I wouldn't have gotten normally, so yeah, I'll take it. Are you raiding girls? No, you used to get the raid engrams that used to give you the raid stuff, and the same with trials used to give you trial stuff. And uh, now it's just a random weapon or armor piece. I should say, also, they, they come from Nightfall, Gambit, Raids, and Crucible. Not to say that that's what the loot is in those engrams, but those are the sources of the engrams she gives you out. It used to be, didn't it, when Destiny 2 first started, that you could never play Trials or Trials of the Nine when it was first Trials of the Nine. You mm-hmm. could have your clan go and do trials of the nine stuff and go to the oh, i loved it back when we had a team full of australians and yeah. you, you would just go there and collect the weapons and armor because it would just be oh they they did a thing this week you as a clan get rewarded which was quite nice right. but you know mm-hmm. the fancies was taken out of that Sad shout out. out to the freaking frozen australians that used to give that to us back in the day man just <laughs> love that to, shout out to the current frozen raiders who <laughs> continue to give me things i don't deserve but the other thing with Hawthorne is that they could, they, they should maybe utilize her as a clan finding area. You know, as if you, yeah, if you are a part of a clan and you have spaces in your clan or you started up a clan, surely they should be able to work into the game that, you know, you post with her, come and join this clan. Maybe it's, I mean, technical reasons that, you know, you can't, you know, click on it and it would go to the bungee.net thing via the game but maybe it has a list of clans that have open slots that you could go oh i'll look that up on the bungee app yes i'll apply or you know oh are they saying that i mean you can go in game and invite somebody to your clan so surely in game mm-hmm. there is a way for you to post with like hawthorne on a on a bounty board kind of thing and say we have you know we are recruiting here's a blurb about us and you know click on this if you want to join our clan Surely they should utilize her as that because that's what I thought she was going to be for. You know, this was the clan vendor, and but she doesn't seem to have moved from day one. It was like six years ago that she was still doing the same stuff. Now we just swapped from clan rank ups to commendations. 
The bird is giving out the commendations. You think it's Hawthorne. It's just the bird. The bird is doing mm-hmm. the heavy lifting in this relationship. Fair that enough. makes sense. That just makes sense. Because the bird was also the one that led us to light back in the day, too. So you know what? Exactly. You're onto something. Yeah. It's all the bird. Destiny 2 is just a game about birds. There's a, there's a man with PvP for birds. Your clan's all birds. Everything's just birds. We've got a preview. We have a preview. We have a preview of weapons. Remember last Mid-season season ones. where we talked about PvP changes? Yeah, we're over that now. We're back to Everybody PvE Everybody gets a nerf. You get a nerf, and you get a nerf. Uh, Everybody gets a nerf. I don't know what you're reading, sir. No, it was actually I, buffs. There's a lot of buffs in there. I got as far as the buffs, and I stopped reading. And I said, you, you buff the things I care about, and now I'm delighted. Mm-hmm. You are also fixing the one true auto rifle that's going to get his 40% damage buff that it should have gotten the whole time. Mm-hmm. But its rockets are, its rockets got nerfed, though. Doesn't matter. Well, if I'm that's doing a big part I, of it. If I'm doing 40% more damage in the rest of the weapon, the rockets, who cares? The rockets are an afterthought. The rockets well, are the cherry on top of the ice cream sundae. The ice cream sundae yeah, but is the rockets, delicious. The rockets are one-shotting Titan barricades and one-shotting um, uh, Warlock uh, swords. The sword that's in the middle of the super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're one-shots those swords and one-shots a uh, Titan barricade. So, yeah. Okay. Still. Or, yeah. So that's why they're nerving it, dude. It's like, yeah, it's strong. Mm-hmm. You so just care about the bullet damage, don't you? Yeah, I, I, I want to send the bullets. Like I said, PVE. These are PVE patches. I don't really care what it's doing in PvP. It's going to be the same thing. In okay. PVE, we're balancing our weapons. We're going to the sandbox. We're moving the sand around. We're getting our, our, our bucket and our shovels out. And we're saying, listen, we need to balance some of these weapons. We need to bring the immortal back into some sort of, you know, mortal space from where it's living right now. Yes, but the immortal's not going to be touched until season 21. Yeah, so no, 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 it's not going to be touched. Weeks. No, no, yeah, no, it can stay up there. We're just bringing things up to meet it, that's all. Oh, okay. Well, no, it's getting nerfed because of the perk, uh, target lock. Okay. That's one of the big nerfs about it is, I don't and not just that. that. People are using it for, though. And not just that, but also the raid auto rifle is going to be sharing in that nerf. Because for those that didn't know, target lock, if you missed a bullet, was supposed to actually reset the count, right? But it's not. So because you got that forgiveness that target lock stays on stays on for longer, even when you miss. Um, and it's only on weapons that have 720 or higher firing speed. So that would be the immortal. And that would also be the raid auto rifle called... I don't have it in my inventory right now, but what? It's Rufus. Rufus, yeah. Those are both 720s. They both come with target lock. They will both be affected. And I think the heavy machine gun is too, right? Hold on. Heavy machine gun is 900 rounds per minute. Yep, so retrofit escapade. That one is also going to have that nerf. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anything above 720 RPM is going to feel the nerf for for, uh, target lock. So let's panda. talk about nerfs. Let's talk about buffs. Buffs! Heroic and legendary content. You should be more likely to one-shot a red by enemy depending on your weapon type. And even in GMs, Bungie have shaved off how many shots it takes for time to kill for the below weapons against red bar and orange bar enemies. And they want you to believe that they are not done tuning weapon damage in PvE. So just, let's just not believe that they are finished. Apparently it's a starting point. And they're going to revisit it in the coming seasons. 
So we have an increase to the damage of the following weapon types against red and orange bar enemies in PvE. Parody's favourite, auto rifles. Auto rifles are getting a 25% damage buff. It's good, isn't it? Done. Happy with it. Delighted. Yep. There, there's yep. some blurb about them competing with SMGs, but we, we don't care about that. All we care about is the number that says 25%. No, you care about the blurb too. No, we don't. You care about the blurb. The blurb is important. Okay, they don't, they don't want auto rifles to defeat combatants faster than SMGs. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. They would flip the script and validate the lower range options, but they feel like they could close the gap. So again, SMGs are up here. We're going to bring the auto rifles up to meet the SMGs. I- I'm happy with this. Yeah, because they should be able to compete at longer ranges. You should not be mm-hmm. out- outgunned by a submachine gun and at-, at stupid ranges. It should be the auto rifle. So, yes. But again, this is PVE. The, the combatants don't know what's going to hit them. A yeah. lot of bullets from far away. Very hard. Mm-hmm. Pulse rifles and hand cannons have been consistently weaker in, in harder PvE content for some time. Depends on what pulse rifle you are using, but... Yeah, they want to make sure that, maybe. Yeah, we want to give them a substantial buff. So pulse rifles, hand cannons, and sidearms are going to getting a 20% buff. Delighted. Sounds good. Love it. Scout rifles, they're going to be tuned again. Up ten percent. Love good. it. SMGs and bows. Not getting anything. That's it. You you are right where you need to be. You don't need anything else. They continue yeah. to exist. But the, I think but they don't worry. Are, yeah, they, they do say they, that they are the archetype and benchmarks. They are the continuing others. to keep an eye on them, and they will be revisited as tuning is necessary. So by this time next season, or in the or in the next season, you know they'll they'll you know move those around as they need to. Well, some machine guns, you know, we have weapon archetypes that we're not just going to, you know, change entire things across the board. We want to play a little bit with the uh, the aggressive frame SMGs that have been very strong in PvP for the last couple of months. Oh, yeah. And there, and there are a couple of outliers. Uh, one of the outliers was a mystery, the, I- the Ikelos SMG. Um, it, it seemed to be much more stable than it really should have. Originally, it was built way back in the in the Warmind era, when we had fewer guidelines on how mm-hmm. to keep weapons balanced in the wild, wild west. And upon looking into why this was the case, they found that um, some of the custom tuning on that weapon had been uh, given it a whole bunch of recoil reduction, like a whole bunch. So oh, yeah. for comparison, the recoil reduction tuning was like having a full effect Zen moment and its max strength all the time. Just 100% Zen moment on the Ikelos SMG all the time, from Warmind to present. Uh, so they, they've removed that now, because that was not their intention. So that's been removed, so your stability on your Ikelos is going to go down quite a bit so uh, with this remind patch. Me, remind me, was Warmind Vicarious Visions, or was it High Moon Studios? Because I think that's Ooh. who they It was Vicarious. One of the two that they were working with to get these uh, DLCs out. Because it, it was, was like, thinking it in turns, weren't they? Way to comment about it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had a little bit too much fun there, and it's taken them this long to find out why. That's interesting. They're like, listen, we we, we never dug into that part of that code to look at it before, and uh, it just it's just how it is. Maybe it was like Dennis Nedry. They had a uh uh uh. You didn't say the magic word. It was that that's the fact that you know not... that guy's that that obscure ass freaking Jurassic Park dude. You knew his name just off the top of your head. Look at you. Squirrel! What do you mean? 
Everybody knows about Dennis Nedry. Everybody knows the face. Nobody knows his name. Oh, wait, you knew no, who on. I was talking about. Because you said, ah, ah, ah. That's the only reason I knew. I didn't know his name until you said that. <laughs> no, because you're Sam Jackson there with his cigarette hanging out in your mouth going, what? Yep. Well, no, wait, was he in Seinfeld? No, that was the other guy. No, he was in uh, Third Rock from the Sun. He was the policeman that was going out with the Yes, tour. yes, with the I chick. Mean, yes. All right, I'll give you credit. If, if that's how you know his name, I'll, I'll give you that. That was a good show. We have digressed. Respawn oh, has got me squirrel. Oh, pass you out. Oh, but we're going to regress. Is, is the recoil is now basically in line with other aggressive frame SMGs. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, that's what they've done. And, and there's there's some numbers about uh, they're, they're making some larger change to the damage in season 21. They're going to affect some things and your TTKs will change. But that's season 21, not the mid-season patch. So we can worry about that later. They've touched fusion rifles. Okay. They did. How, how have they touched them? They've increased the burst damage by 15. So your damage per burst goes from 245 to 260. And your damage per, bol- per bolt goes... From 27.2 to 28.9. So and this is purely on the rapid fires, isn't it? That they've walked back some of the damage nerfs that they made to the rapid fires. And yeah, they, were concerned, they, they were concerned they would rise up. Well, and so they've, they should rise they, up. They, preem- <laughs> they, they preemptively nerfed them pretty hard. And now mm-hmm. it says the damage in PVE is unchanged. So during our pve sandbox changes we're yes. going to leave the pve we, damage of these fusions alone so we're just going to change their pvp damage to be higher well i mean the, the thing is what what they did in the twab is they went here you are here's a here's a pve change that's happening they showed you a picture they went to pve changes then they showed you another picture and then they shifted gear and went to pvp in one sentence and stuck with pvp so this is pvp so if mm. you have got mm-hmm. one of the um rapid fire frame fusion rifles which are cartesian coordinate likely suspect which is uh, you know craftable and likely null composure suspect. null composure is a good one if you picked that one up because mm-hmm. that was one of the ritual weapons has uh-huh. high impact reserves it has heating up or feeding frenzy has projectile fuse which gives you plus 10 to range and it has fluted barrel which gives you plus five in stability and plus 15 in handling so it maxes out the range compared to the other ones i mean i'm not sure we're likely suspect but the null composure can get 49 in range 40 in stability and handling of 71 so you can whip it out really quick and hopefully get that kill especially in pvp if you're using like high impact reserves because it counts at um it gives you three percent to six percent increase in damage in having low low reserves which is quite nice because the maximum magazine is six on that, I believe. So you only start off with two rounds in the magazine. So it's automatically procking the high impact reserves. So that's what I'm going to maybe take into PVP. I do like my Cartesian coordinate, which also has high impact reserves. It has under pressure uh, particle repeater, which is stability. So I've got uh, 40 range and 36 stability, but I always found that quite a bit of a monster in PvP when it was one of those rapid-fire ones that was doing quite well. Well, Bungie says this change should push them back into defeating all resilience levels in seven bolts and give them a decent bump for ease of use. So That's why I'm going to be taking them back in. I'm not excited to go back in with all the fusion rifle mains, but hey, you know, here we are. 
I'll still take it over over hand cannons. At least I hear the, at least I hear the sound of the charge up before I get nuked. Very quickly though, with rapid fires. Oh yes. So we have like trace rifle like changes before my eyes. Ooh, do we? And what have they done to trace rifles? Um, they're in a precarious spot in Crucible. In mm. the right hands, they can kill very quickly at long ranges. Yes, they can. And sometimes it's really good to use them, like the wave splitter with its varying kind of beams that it has. You know, sometimes it does high damage, sometimes it does low damage. You never know what you're going to get. But other ones work really well, really quickly. So they've done experimenting uh, for their changes, including multiple combatants of damage and crit ratios, and settled on a value below as the highest we could push their damage output before they become frustrating to deal with in Crucible. So they've increased the base damage for, by 4%. So the base damage goes from 12 to 12.5. They've reduced the precision hit multiplier from 1.4 to 1.35. So crit damage goes from 16.8 to 16.9. And they've increased the effectiveness of stability at reduced flinch by 10% at 100% stat and scaled down at lower values. So just like I've learned from the auto rifle boost, when they're like, oh, this, this will go up you know, 0.1 per bullet. Well, it turns out when you're you know, rapid firing something, those numbers stack up. So that's as trace rifles are always sort of such a weird spot in the crucible. I see people running them and I'm like, I know there are good ones. I know there are ones sitting in good spots, but it would never occur to me to take a, tr a trace rifle in the crucible. No, I think because I don't particularly try to rock them because, again, for the ammo, I think for what an auto rifle can put out sometimes with the damage, am I just. I'm just wasting that special slot when I could have something else that could make a bit more of an impact or, you know, or have fun with. Whereas trace rifles, it's kind of, sometimes it's just a trade weapon. I, I find that if I'm, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's like they don't work for me sometimes, but then sometimes they do just, but yeah, the, the, the point one percent in PVP do matter, which is, it's going to oh, be definitely. interesting. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I know they say that when they tr test them, they test them, but it's it's not until we kind of get it in our hands that it's that's the real testing bed, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Until until you throw it out to the million players and go, all right, there's those absolutely god godly players with the trace rifle, and those of us going, yeah, I understand how they work, but I'm not getting any kills with these things. Mm. And we always remember that one guy that cross maps us with a trace rifle every single time because they have figured out how to make that particular one work just for them. And they're also touching rapid-fire frame sniper rifles because they have long struggled to find a place in both PvP and PvE metas because they've been nerfed time and time again, basically. <laughs> they can't find their place. We keep throwing them out in the cold. They keep coming back in. Yeah. Uh, again, I think I was listening to the Last Word podcast and they were talking about the one from the Dreaming City. I can't remember. Is it the Twilight Oath? Apparently people were using that and just firing it double body shots to to get a kill rather than go for the headshot because it was a lot quicker than firing a scout rifle even though they mm. were running through their special so bungie decided that they were going to nerf them at that point and you kind of buried all subsequent rapid fire frame snipers into the ground so i think they want to kind of bring them those back up yeah yeah so that's what they say in pvp their inability to kill with two body shots put them on uneven footing with other snipers snipers with other snipers in PvE, their fast RPM standard inventory size, size means you could consistently feel low on ammo. So you couldn't get kills in PvP. You kept running out of ammo in PvE. I can see why people were just running to use these. 
So they've increased the inventory size by 30%, which would give them a lot more rounds for PvE content. Basically, they're reducing recoil by 50%, 5-0%, and increasing the total ammunition, which is your magazine, plus reserves by 30%. So, yeah, less recoil so you can get those follow-up shots in PvE and PvP, and then just more ammo on the PvE side. So, you know, hey, we see two problems, we're going to fix these two problems and see how that plays out. Now onto exotics. Yeah, now we have another picture. So who knows where we're going? PvE, PvE, PvP, <laughs> PvM? Let's see where we go next. I think this is another PvP one. because This, this is your is... final warning, Night Demon. This is how I was using final, final warning in Iron Banner this past week. So final warning, being able to track targets through barricades, while funny in some cases, especially for me, felt pretty unfair against <laughs> to play against and was not intended mechanic of this weapon. How can you say that, Bungie? I can stand behind my barricade with Tiku's divination and target people behind that and then fire over the top of it or fire to the side of it and get the headshot and explosions. But final warning, because it's a strand weapon, was doing exactly the same. And I thought that that's how it was meant to be played with. Did the same thing. But now Bungie have decided, no, it can no longer mark targets through the Titan Barricade, which is unfair. That's too bad. Yeah, I mean, it didn't... I don't know. I was using it sort of the same way. I sort of a spray and pray. I'm going to lock this on and let it do its thing. And I definitely didn't feel like I was having great success with it. It wasn't oppressive, but no, yeah, I guess I guess I didn't feel like it was meant to be used that way. I mean, you could still probably use it the other way that I was using. It was, it was kind of getting the target lock and then moving behind cover. So you could probably get the target lock on somebody, move behind the barricade, and it would still fire up and over or around once you've already got that target lock on them. It's just that they don't like it tracking through the barricade to start off with. So you could potentially mm. still use it in that way, just that you have to get the target lock before you go behind the barricade. They just or don't want Titans to have barricades. The They're like, listen, we're not happy with this. I know that's all you have, but we're not happy with it. <laughs> I wonder if this affects the site and ramparts where you can actually fire through the barricade. So would it then be able to fire through those and target through that version? That's going to be something interesting because they don't mention it here. But that we're is, yeah, we're going yeah, to have to see next week if there's a known issue of, uh, remember that no longer tracking thing? Well, it also uh, forgot that Sightens exists, so maybe. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I have the same thought. Did they remember this exists? Are we going to get this interaction or not? Now, this is one thing, one of the weapons that I didn't realize that they'd been keeping an eye on, eye on for a while. I mean, I'd seen it a couple of times, but then... I'm not in a high echelons of PvP. I'm not like Trials God. But apparently this SMG is like up there at the moment. And I did see it a few times in uh, when I played a bit of Trials this season and Iron Banner, but it wasn't that oppressive. So I'm not sure why they're touching it, but apparently it's aggressive. And I'm talking about the Terabah. How can you believe, mm. can you believe that? Terabah, the, the weapon that was... Actually, I can. No, no. Micah, Micah started playing with the Terraba a few weeks back, and I couldn't understand why. And then I took it into PvE, you know, mm. and I could see why. Once you get it going, it's yeah. going. And in PvP, it's easier to get it going because people are, like, standing in an aid just for a second to proc the, the feed the beast and then just wrecking people. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, yeah, no, it's once feed the, the, the problem is getting feed the beast going. Right? That's the biggest problem with Terraba. But people are finding more creative ways to get that going. So they're, yeah, <laughs> they're, 
Yeah, so yeah. now that, that's what Bungie's nerfing is is how easy it is to get feed the beast going and, and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, and that's what they were saying. Like this has meant that savvy players could purposely bait or take a small amount of damage, like standing in a grenade, to top mm-hmm. off the perk, then have it active for their second gunfight. So so basically, you know, after the first encounter, you you've almost got it active. Then you can just take a little more chip damage or stand in that grenade, activate it, and then go to town. So you know. As always, Bungie says this is an outlier in today's Crucible, and we know what we do with outliers. We do not care for them one little bit. So they're going to try to, you know, basically they look at the op- options of reducing the potency of the perk or trying to make the activation more difficult and do some work around with it. And they decided we're going to reduce the amount of Ravenous Beast energy generated after taking damage from 3% to 1%. So they said we're going to make it a little harder to activate. And they're going to reduce the zoom from 16 to 15 so, yeah, don't have a Terra. Don't know how it works. Presumably, it'll you know do what they want it to do. Hmm. Revision Zero, the gun that Mercury's worked on, that everybody was excited to get. It was a beast in PvP to start off with, and now apparently nobody's using it. So, yeah, that, that was last season's weapon. It was. We don't yeah. use last season's weapon the next season. We forget they exist and move on. Until there's like a perk on there that we go, ah, oh, hang on a minute, this makes this god mode. Mm-hmm. Fourth time's the charm. FTTC. Working when Revision Zero went into Hunter's Trace is a fun and intended interaction, but it caused some unfortunate issues. Activating it too early while the perk was up caused the weapon to overflow its limited magazine size and return it to the normal pulse rifle mode. So... Bungie have made a fix so that FTTC can continue to work while Hunter's Trace is active, but it will no longer be able to grant ammo until all shots have been expended. This means you can still enjoy the two free shots provided by the perk as long as you hit the four Hunter's Trace rounds without worrying about being kicked out of the mode. In addition, we have buffed the damage of the Hunter's Trace rounds by 25% in PvE, and we have buffed the Hake Heavy Burst rounds by 75% in PvE. This will now make it more of a trade-off when choosing between the Origin perks, either dealing more damage in the primary mode, but changing the Hunter's Trace more slowly, or dealing less damage, but changing the bonus shot more quickly. Fourth times the charm will now be reset when entering Hunter's Trace. This prevents the issue of firing a single shot while in Hunter's Trace and being forcefully returned to the Pulse Rifle mode when FTTC activates. Mm-hmm. So mid-season should be this week coming up because that is week six of 12 so i reckon probably by next wednesday or thursday in the middle of iron banner this stuff would go live for the mid-season unless we're going to previous seasons mid-seasons where we go to week eight nine or (laughs) ten that we do a mid-season patch (laughs) but hopefully Mm -hmm. if they're telling us now it's going to be next week but latest at the start of week seven you know towards the end of week six on the tuesday before we go into the week seven so, so what you're telling me is mid iron banner next week i could see a huge drop off in ikelos smg usage yeah. a rise in rapid fire fusion rifles and people running around with uh, rapid fire snipers and trace rifles possibly yes. chili all of the above <laughs> indubitably sir and now these, so these things, so so there, there's another pretty picture where, where Bungie shows off their, their dev testing room, which I've seen a, a number of people saying, hey, can, can we have something like this? Like, like, like you used to give us where we could test weapons in game The two? danger room. We need a danger mm-hmm. room. <laughs> we do. 
Um, so there's some changes they're talking about for season 21. So these are not, I repeat, these are not in this season's mid-season patch. You are not going to see these in Iron Banner next week. You are not going to see these until the launch of next season. You can't say you might not, you might see these people, these things being in Iron Banner, but they may just be used as a meme. Mm. Well, well, this is true. Well, actually these changes, (laughs) I'll, 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 I'll caveat that again. Bungie is not intending these changes to enter the game this season so yeah. there is a sweeping rework coming from the uh the hip fire reticles to basically give you information accuracy aim assist charge stats exotic perks perk states etc and that's part of why they put some of the videos in here of they show a number of the different reticles on different guns like i think it's the uh what's the one with the paracausal shots the hand cannon the hawk boom yeah so i think they show like how many paracausal shots you have in the reticle when you're in hip fire and it's yep. going down. I can't. I can't remember if that's the weapon they showed because again, it's a hand cannon. But you know, actually showing you in the reticle itself information about hey, you've got these extra shots, so you're not having to guess or count. It will actually show you on the screen. Nice. Uh, there's an aggressive frame SMG nerf coming, which I mean, it, uh, obviously, who didn't see that happening? A P- a 10% PVE buff to sn- sniper rifle damage is coming. And uh, they're going to buff and adjust um, more than a dozen exotic weapons, including. Graviton Lance and Salvation's Grip. So another big, big pass of uh, exotic weapon changes coming. See, Next I season. thought they'd already Next done season. a Graviton Lance pass. So uh, Memento, yeah, Momentum Control was up this week, and I thought I'm just gonna, I'm gonna nip in here and 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 play a game of Momentum Control. Or, or was it last week when Iron Banner? I think it was last week when Iron Banner was up. I, I thought I'd just, I'd just play one game just to see how Graviton Lance feels because I, I vaguely remember them saying. We've touched it. We're going to do something to it. So I took it in there. It, it was useless. Just never but again. Because everyone hears it go, and they know to run away. I mean, it was it was still killing people in two bursts, but the, the time it took to get the second shot, it was like they'd gone. It was like, and this mm-hmm. is momental control. You know, you're meant to be dead, but no. Yeah. Useless. And Salvation's Grip hasn't been worth the paper it was printed on since we got it. Just... A useless exotic for that quest we did once in Beyond Light. Mm-hmm. Since it could push you through the door in the raid to, you know, make it. Yeah, out of I the mean, map. That, that was the only yeah, use it's, it had. A, it's a speed run thing that people use, but for yeah, for anything else, no, no one remembers this weapon exists. Salvation's grip is the 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 frosty heavy grenade grenade launcher, launcher right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That no one has ever used ever again. Except for that one guy out there somewhere who mains it, because someone's got. No, I guarantee you, Frog uses it all the time. I guarantee you, uh... <laughs> you don't need it now. Now you've got Strand. That's it. That's true. <laughs> but you have Strand and that weapon. Eh. 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 I guess what we're also doing in the future, again, in the future. So not even this season or next season, just in the future. Eventually, we're going to look at how Zoom interacts with damage fall off. And base damage fall off for all weapons in general. All of them. Just, you know, having having some fall off of damage at some point. Just in the future. And zoom and perks like range finder, they manipulate the zoom. Where they they basically become a requirement on several weapon types, either to compete at all in the sandbox or allow the weapon to exceed its intended engagement ranges. And they're not happy about that. So they're gonna to begin to consolidate zoom values on certain weapon archetypes which remove the important lever that 
it can be used to modify the weapon to give the effective zoom to give the effect the zoom has on the field of view, recoil reduction, and aim assist fall off. So basically just, you know, tightening up what, what zoom can be so you don't have all those crazy outliers. Or weapons that have increased, you know, zoom for seasons seasons or other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they're also going to investigate decoupling damage fall off from zoom entirely. So it, it basically sounds like, hey, we coupled all these things together. That's how they've worked forever. Now we're going to uncouple all the stuff so we can, you know, have more knobs to twiddle and, and sliders to push. Uh, it's also going to be repaired, um, paired with a refresh of the base damage fall off values to compensate. So it should allow them to better control the engagement ranges of certain archetypes, while at the same time letting them continue to use zoom as a tuning knob for weapons that feel dr- dramatically. Uh, sorry, without without dramatically. Yeah, without dramatically changing their performance. So tweak it, but not break it one way or the other. Mm. I think what this short little blurb at the end means is be prepared to cry. This this is a sneaky. We are going to change a hell of a lot of things. We're telling you now, you don't know what all this means, mm-hmm. but you people out there that do all these things where you know this is tied to this, this is tied to that, or you crutch on that weapon because it has this intended or unintended because it's tied to this, you're going to be upset. So they're pre-warning you in a sneaky way. It's not in a, a direct way. Everything you think you know no, you is don't. a lie. The cake is a lie. Cake is absolutely a lie. So you know what, this you is know what else is a lie? The cost off. Mm-hmm. So this is what you were talking about at the beginning, wasn't it? So bring me mm-hmm. up to speed on this because I'm not sure what this is all meaning. So because certain weapons have certain glitchy interactions with uh, cutscenes. They couldn't just give you whatever weapon you were holding at the time of the game or at, at the time of the cutscene, right? Um, so what they to... did, yeah, well, yeah. And so what they've done is they've made it such that if there's ever a cutscene where you're required to have your weapon, right, they're instead going to have some generic filler. In this case, since we were going to have an auto rifle, um, they gave us the Kavostov. For other things in the future, they're going to give us different weapons. And uh, that's basically what that boils down to. They also have something about helmets being in cutscenes. Is that in the TWAB or was that something else? No, that's also there. Yeah, basically, okay. they're, addre- they're addressing... Everybody said, you know, where the heck is the Kvostov, which is a word I can't say today, apparently. <laughs> and basically, everybody saw it in the trailer in the cutscenes for Lightfall. So everyone said, oh, we're getting it back. Or oh, maybe it'll be an exotic version. Yeah, Respawn went maybe on that. and on about that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, everyone said, "Oh, it's all over the tra- it's all over the trailer, it's all over the you know the cinematics. It's clearly in the game." And Bungie's basically going, "Yeah, no, there's a lot of different weapons and a lot of different ways to make to animate them. Instead of hand animating all of those and bringing in those weird things, they point out you know bows and glaives particularly were tricky, probably because they have you know weird shapes that sit outside what a normal gun looks like. They're like they were buggy and looked weird. So instead of saying we're going to make sure all these animations work, they're just going to say we're going to give you a weapon." One weapon for everybody. That's what we're going to use. And they said the Kvostov is a perfect weapon because it's literally the one weapon every single Guardian has had at one point in their life. That's the weapon you start out with. That's how you begin the game. So they said, this is the weapon we're going to use. This is what we're going to roll with. And they were also like, oh, hey, some people don't have their helmets on in, in social spaces. 
And so they want to sort of respect that choice to say in the cutscene, you know, and they say, assuming it makes sense. So they're probably not going to, you know, or they're not going to take your helmet off if you're sitting out in space. So you're, you know, slowly dying of lack of <laughs> oxygen as you're watching this cutscene unfold. But they're basically saying they're going to try to respect your choice to say, keep your helmet on, keep your helmet off. So they say, for the most part, if you choose hide helmet, you'll see your guardian's face. And if you don't, you won't, unless there's a special exception. They specifically say, I don't want to make that promise too airtight, just in case. And also they also caveat by saying, keep in mind, this is for season 21. Mm -hmm. Season 20 is done. So season 21, they're saying this change you know, will come into effect. So basically, you may be seeing your guardian's face in cutscenes if you have it set to hide helmet in the social spaces, but not every cutscene. And um, there's no guarantees this will, you know, be a thing forever. It was also super interesting, too, where they talked about, you know, just, again, like some of the animation stuff. I really appreciated this. Like, and unfortunately, it's two pictures, so you'll have to, you know, either go, you know, scroll down real quick and read the twop or have someone else send you the pictures of sort of the what you see versus what we see. So what we see is we look up, we're looking up here at Amanda Holiday, sort of like looking as if she's like, you know, down on one knee, reaching down, like to grab her hand and pull us up. That's what we as a player see. But Bungie basically sees like as if you were watching Amanda over like across the room for you, you know, bent down, reaching up to grab someone like from a side perspective. So just, you know, just a little peek behind. Here's what you're seeing as a finished product versus here's what Bungie's looking at. And it's just a very different experience and a very different thing of, you know, finished product to how they're making this work. Which I just appreciate the little like peek behind the curtain of how all this happens. Now, Respawn, what's your favorite wallpaper? Because um, there will be wallpapers. I, the one that I have right now where my guardian's going to Wicade. No, no, no. In the 12, I mean, which is your favorite wallpaper? The there, are wallpaper. there are many wallpapers. Let's you can tell see, he's never yeah. read the 12 because there's there's loads of wallpapers, oh, some pretty ones. It, it's literally the, the length of the 12, isn't it? Like, Yeah, oh, oh it, it truly is. What I want to know is, when do I get a puka big enough to eat the world? Because I'm pretty sure... This wallpaper of the gigantic puka is like a King Kong esque Mothra horror story tie-in. They're gonna be they're gonna do next. I think there's a King Kong Destiny tie-in coming mm. with a giant Mothra esque puka. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Was not expecting that. I thought you just pulled that out of your butt. Nope. No, no. That's that, the that big That is a giant, you know, traveler sized puka. Maybe See, I like, I like the one where Nezarak is in his egg. I figured it out. Right? I figured it out. It's yeah. the veil. It's the veil on the move. That's what the Ooh. veil is. A giant puka? Yes. Yeah. Right. Love it. Mm -hmm. So I like the one where Nezarak is in his egg because when I saw that, my heart was so full of wonder and potential about what he could be, what he could look like, what we were about to experience. And then Chicken Yak comes out. So... <laughs> <laughs> but right Destiny there in the numbers. egg it was all just so much wonder so much potential yeah wow there is a lot a lot so yeah the, the the number of gigantic puka ones just make me laugh it's, it's part of the plot I, i'm telling you it's the veil mm -hmm. it's a giant puka and it's going to come out at the end of the final shape and it's going to eat the travel it's going to eat all the pyramid ships and it's just going to go back to sleep again that's it and the the light and dark saga is going to be over there you go figured it out i have 
Why else would you put giant pukas on it? Yeah. I can see no reason. Nobody's going to yeah, mess so... with that thing. No, absolutely not. Yeah, so so if you are looking for some some lovely refreshed wallpapers for your mobile device or your or your you know non-mobile devices, your more stationary computers and whatnots, there are a lot of fun wallpapers. Again, if you're trying to miss spoilers, uh, just open the TWAB, scroll over to the bottom real quickly, and then work your way back up. Yeah, there's some there's some good wallpapers in this batch. There's there's lots of fun strand things, gigantic pukas. Um, just I assume it's the one that's like outer space with the one bright light. Is that just like the Earth and the Sun in the distance? Or is that meant to be something else? Am I just slow? I think that's the background that you get when you go to Neptune. So when uh, your ship is normally there, you'll see that kind of background. I'm sure that's what's happened. You, you can tell the last time I've been to Neptune, which is... <laughs> All the time. Okay. You just... yeah, Titan and never went back. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got to give me a reason, Bungie. But do we call it Root or Ron? That's the question. That's the question yeah. on all of our lips. I think I'm I'm more partial to root. What do you think? Root yeah, or root? Yeah. Are we three for three on root? We are. I think three for three. There we go. Three for three on root. So, player support report. It is root. Now you have your answer, and uh, now we have a report. Uh, first off, there are some loadout crashes. We're aware of people attempting to equip certain loadouts can cause the game to crash for players. We recommend if you're experiencing error code weasel when equipping your loadout to ensure that the class items are using the updated version of the empowered finisher mod outlined in Hotfix 7006. So apparently the empowered finisher mod is breaking loadouts. So if your loadout's breaking and you're getting weaseled, check your empowered finisher mods and, uh, you know, take it off, turn it back on again. Your guardian rank update. Um, they, they've been updated again. Yeah, we've updated. You can get there by your, your journey tab. Um, they'll probably continue to make changes to them. So, uh, yeah, go to your journey tab, and it will tell you this week's version of what you need to do. And now we have our known issues. Now, I did I did go back for last week. Okay. There are two known issues from last week, which is your certain, certain heavy weapon archetypes are not benefiting from equipping a third reserve mod, and your powered melees still can produce a faster melee combo. In, I'm sorry, your unpowered melee can produce a fast melee combination in quick succession over your powered melees. So those are our same two known issues from last week. But we have new ones. They do would also like they would also like to tell us that the pres preservation mission in the throne world is still not available to some players. Which I feel like they told us before, but not last week. So hey, here we are. The hydroponics delta lost sector, legendary lost sector, has a longer respawn timer. So while you're playing that one, you can sit and, and have a little drink while you're waiting to respawn. Yay. Your veteran players do not receive the correct amount of lore books when they rank up for the first time. Your reservoir burst explosion with subsistence can sometimes fail to activate on kill. Sometimes. Your adept trials hand cannon is getting one less round of the magazine than the non-adept version. The grav lift on Neomuna is still tied to frame rate, causing players with higher frame rates to die upon landing. Your non lifefall quests are still in the lifefall quest category. Bunch of these they told us before, but not last week. Bungie, bungee. Uh, yeah, Hunter Gauntlet. Yeah. So apparently they, these are. I was trying to you know filter out the ones that we've already talked about, but uh, no, Hunter, Hunter Gauntlets, Thunder Grips, Thunderhead Grips are still missing the ornamented armor synthesis. Uh, players no longer, players are no, no longer able to unequip. I'm sorry, no longer able to equip the unbroken title. Rest of it, res, blah, blah, blah. 
Restoration reverts to a lower timer when applying the original source of the buff. Women's weapons can mark targets through Titan Barricades. Is it weapons or is it weapon? Let's be honest, Bungie. It's weapon, right? Your threat of generation uh, can stop functioning on hunters for grenades that aren't grapple after using their super. Players experience a black screen when previewing armor bundles on the PS5. It's a secret. You just get to guess what's there. And uh, some players on Steam are unable to, pa to pass the class icon loader spinner on launch. Please send us your DX Diact in the help forum to figure out why that's happening. And uh, commendations are grayed out as already given in some activities. And they're still broken in Gambit because why would you want to give things out in Gambit? They do also mention, not in the TWA, but I saw on Bungie Help, um, as people are still saying, hey guys, the evidence board is still broken. And Bungie did say a fix to interact with the evidence board to allow players to obtain the Throne World Exotic Glaives will go live as part of the mid-season update. So okay. if you're going, hey, I'd like to try to finish this mission and I can't, Bungie is going to push that fix as part of the mid-season update. And that's what's broken. There's more broken, but that's what they tell us is broken in the trial. As always, no issues article is there in the thing. And if you can't get into the game, you know, send them your DX Diac thing in uh, the help form to help them figure out why the game's broken on PC. Or just buy a console, but not a PS5, where you can preview bundles and play. Now we have art and movies. And what what would you do if you wanted to submit some art or movie of the week to get a, a fabulous new emblem? Well, art of the week, I would say night even draw me something pretty and let me let me submit it under your name. Okay. <laughs> I mean that that's what I would do. But do you have to go on Twitter and do the hashtag Destiny Art Destiny Two Art of the Week? Or if you want Destiny them to see it, you do. I'm actually looking because I know Sometimes they tell us and sometimes they don't. And this is one of the weeks where they don't. I think you can go hash, you know, you know, post things and, and tag them hashtag AOTW for art and MOTW for movie of the week. But I know there's also a place on, you know, where you could go and submit them to Bungie. I think that's on the Bungie app, isn't it? That you can submit your, your artwork and things through that. Yeah, but but yeah, they don't actually say in this week uh, how you submit things. So, they don't want you uh, to do it this week, so yeah. yeah no, don't sorry, do you, you get to guess. So you, you do it somehow. You you put you type into the Googles. How do I do this? And then it will it will lead you to the answer. That's what I do. Um, you know the things in here. You know, posted in, a number of them are posted to Instagram and YouTube. So I'll, also, I presume if you go there and post them and tag them and then just share them on all the socials, that somebody at Bungie will see them and go, yes, this is excellent. We'll do this one. And that is our twelve this week. Hello and welcome to the sixth week of Season 20, Season of Defiance, starting on April 4th, 2023. So for Week 6, let's have a look at our Legacy rotations, starting with the Forsaken expansion. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a medium curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in the Davillion Mists, and has the Oracle Engine mission for the next week. The Blindwell features Hive enemies and the Plague Kregar. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be the Chimera Garrison, which can be located over in the Chamber of Starlight Lost Sector on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is a mysterious disturbance. The Trove Guardian is located in the Anchor of Light, and the Wandering Nightmare is the Fallen Council in Archer's Line. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Zydron, Servitude, Tanix, 
isolation, and Scolas, pride. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Phylax the Warrior will be the Empire Hunt, Asterian's Abyss will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Agility. For the 30th anniversary expansion, we have the loot rotation for Des of Eternity, which will be on week 2's rotation with the Scatterhorn armor set and the Perfectus armor set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Auto Rifle Scathe Lock, the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Submachine Gun Extraordinary Rendition, the Void Aggressive Burst Sidearm Brass Attacks, the Void Precision Frame Linear Fusion Rifle Threaded Needle, the Solar High Impact Frame Rocket Launcher Code Duello, the Void Lightweight Frame Bow Imperial Needle, the Solar Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle Far Future, the Arc Adaptive Frame Sword Honor's Edge, the Solar Rapid Fire Frame Sniper Rifle Distant Terminus, the Arc Adaptive Frame Grenade Launcher Interference 6, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle Shepherd's Watch, and the Solar Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon Annual Skate. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen weekly story mission is The Last Chance, where the modifier is Martyr, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Altars of Reflection Choice and Altars of Reflection Pact. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas Armour, and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is First Contact, with Extra Shields, Locked Loadout, and Extra Champions. Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, Void Threat, Scorched Earth, Kinetic Overcharge, Void and Solar Surges, and Overcharge Shotgun. The Partition Mission will be Ordnance, and the Vex Incursion this week will be Amish Park. In addition, the Weekly Lightfall Reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drops for the Node Override Avalon Exotic Mission on the EDZ. Raids and Dungeons The new Root of Nightmares raid challenge this week is the second encounter, Scission, called Crossfire. As this is a new raid challenge, details on how to complete this challenge will become available once it has been figured out. The Vow of the Disciple challenge this week is the third encounter, the Upender, called Defenses Down. This is where each player cannot kill more than one Taken Knight in total. The Vault of Glass challenge this week is the fifth encounter, Atheon, called Ensemblous Refrain. Each player teleported can only destroy one Oracle in each spawn set. The Deepstone Crypt challenge this week is the first encounter, Crypt Security, called Red Rover. This is where all Guardians must be Operator and shoot the panels on the lower level. The Garden of Salvation challenge this week is the third encounter, Consecrated Mind, called Staying Alive where you must not kill the spawning cyclopses in the first two rooms. And the last wish challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Vault, called Keep Out. Guardians must ensure that no Might of Riven Knights make it into the centre chamber during the Vault fight. And for the first time since its launch, the Pinnacle Raid will be Kingsfall, over in the Legends tab, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Totems, called The Grass is Always Greener. Players cannot take the same brand type twice in a row. The second encounter, Warpriest, called Devious Thievery. Players must steal the brand over the initiate within a couple of seconds of taking the brand claimer's buff. The third encounter, Golgoroth, called Gazer Maze. The gaze holder must stand in the pool of unclaimed light when swapping the gaze. The fourth encounter, Daughters of Oryx, called Under Construction. Players cannot stand on the same plate twice in a single phase. And the fifth encounter, Oryx, called Hands Off. Players must not kill the same Ogre or Light Eater Knight throughout the encounter. 
Also, with the King's Fall being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic scout rifle, Touch of Malice. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the Prophecy over in the Legends tab. Next up, Challenges. So for week 6 we have Forceful Liberator. Defeat 75 combatants in the Defiant Battlegrounds playlist using power weapons. Earn bonus progress if they also deal solar damage for Challenge XP+. Relentless Liberator. Gain bonus rewards using a Defiant key at the end of the Defiant Battlegrounds playlist activities on both Normal and Legend difficulties. Defiant keys can be earned by completing Lightfall campaign missions, Terminal Overload in Neomuna, Raids, Vanguard Op playlist activities, Gambit matches and Crucible matches. Rewards earned through the Vestian Ward upgrade at the Ward table provide additional progress for Challenge XP++. Vexing Liberator. Defeat 150 Vex with seasonal weapons. These are Perpetualus, Prodigal Return, Regent, Caretaker, Raketeur and Royal Executioner. Bonus progress awarded for Vex defeated in seasonal activities for Challenge XP+. Defiant Crucible Ornament. Acquire the Crucible Ornament for the Ecliptic Distaff for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Elegant Weaponry. Defeat 100 combatants in Vanguard playlists or strikes while using a sword, bow or glaive for Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. And absolutely stunning. Stun 50 champions for Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. And speaking of Bright Dust, we have our sixth eververse of the season for the week of April 4th, 2023. Available this week for Bright Dust, we have the Can't Go On Rare Emote for 400 Bright Dust, the Exotech Shell Exotic Ghost Shell for 2850 Bright Dust, the Catch Flight Entrance Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust, the Laguna Cruiser Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust, the Polished Seastone Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust, the Arcade Game Multiplayer Exotic Emote for 4250 Bright Dust, the Limitless Subversion Strides Ornament for the Hunters, the Cognant Beat Greaves ornament for the Titans, and the Technologic Boot ornament for the Warlocks, each for 1200 Bright Dust. The Kit Shell Exotic Ghost Shell for 2850 Bright Dust. The Blind Faith Weapon ornament for the Trust Hand Cannon for 700 Bright Dust. The Exohelion Exotic Ship for 2000 Bright Dust. The Shiro's Watch Exotic Weapon ornament for the Exotic Sidearm Trespasser for 1250 Bright Dust. And finally, the Magic Trick Projection, Legendary Ghost Projection for 1,500 Bright Dust. Hello. As a reminder, your daily Lost Sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armour you will find inside. But if you're new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a Legend Slash Master, which you can either do solo or with a fire team, but you will only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday, April 4th will be the Gilded Precipice on Neomuna for Exotic Gauntlets, Arc Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Void and Solar Elemental Shields, Overcharged Glaives with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Wednesday, April 5th will be the Excavation Site 12 on the EDZ for Exotic Chess, Solar Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Arc Elemental Shields, Overcharged Swords with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Thursday, April 6th will be the Skydot 4 on the EDZ for Exotic Helmets, Solar Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Void Elemental Shields, Overcharged Shotgun with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Friday, April 7th will be the Quarry on the EDZ for Exotic Boots, Void Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Void and Solar Elemental Shields, 
overcharged grenade launcher with barrier and unstoppable champions. Saturday, April 8th will be the affiliates rest on the Dreaming City for exotic gauntlets, stasis threat, solar and strand surges with void elemental shields, overcharged shotgun with unstoppable and overload champions. Sunday, April 9th will be the Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City for exotic chests, solar threat, void and strand surges with void and solar elemental shields, overcharged sword with unstoppable and overload champions. And finally, background to Monday, April 10th will be the Perdition on Europa for exotic helmets, Arc Threat, Void and Strand Surges with Void and Arc Elemental Shields, Overcharged Fusion Rifles with Barrier and Overload Champions. Lead the way. Our sixth featured Nightfall will see us face off against Grask in the Lake of Shadows over on the EDZ, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall is free to play. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms and ascendant shards. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty to being common with Ascendant Shards in Grandmasters. And the Grandmaster Nightfall difficulty will return next week on April 11th. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 5 Unstoppable and 5 Overload Champions, with 5 Solar, 2 Void and 1 Arc Shields. Masters will have 9 Unstoppable and 10 Overload, with 13 Solar, 6 Void and 5 Arc Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1765, Matchmaking is available, Enemies have Extra Shields, Champions Foe, you will face Unstoppable and Overload Champions. You can either use Intrinsic Exotics, use a subclass debuff, or unlock Anti-Champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Void Elemental Threat, 25% increase to Void Incoming Damage. Overcharge Weapons, Weapons Overcharged from the Seasonal Artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches in active surge. An elemental surge, 25% bonus to outgoing elemental damage. Strand surge, 25% bonus to outgoing strand damage. Overcharge weapon, 25% bonus damage to a specific weapon. Galvanized, combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend difficulty, maximum effective level, 1815. Includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. No matchmaking. Denial. Taken Vandals have more shields. Epitaph. Taken enemies drop like geysers on death. Equipment locked. You will be unable to change your equipment once this mission starts. And Master Difficulty. Maximum effective level 1820. Includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. Champions Mob. This difficulty adds more champion enemies. And Togetherness. Base health regen is reduced. If near another player, health regen is increased. To combat champions this season, you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of intrinsic anti-champion artifact mods, which are Unstoppable Scout Rifle, Overload Bow, Overload Submachine Gun and Auto Rifle, and Medieval Champion, where Glaives fire projectiles that stun Unstoppable Champions, Swords stun Overload Champions on consecutive hits. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Unstoppable, the Kinetic Fusion Rifle Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon Malfeasance, the Solar Energy Sidearm Devil's Rune, the Void Heavy Bow Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlets Athris's Embrace, which have a chance to stun Unstoppable Champions with their Empowered Weighted Knife. And for Overload, the Void Energy Bow Le Monarch, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun Thunderlord, and the Warlock Exotic Boots the Secant Filaments which when you drop an empowering rift, any weapon that is fired from inside the well can cause an overload champion to be stunned. 
And now that we've had a full rotation of weapons in the Nightfall, I can tell you that this week's featured weapon will be the Swarm. The Swarm is a high impact frame heavy machine gun with a base impact of 70, range of 69, and stability of 33. It can roll with Vorpal, tap the trigger, and Zen Moment, with dynamic sway reduction, killing wind, and one for all. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen, and improve your recovery for a short duration. And Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health. Next up, Lord Shaxx brings Mayhem to the featured Crucible playlist for the sixth week of the season. Mayhem is where two teams of six players go head-to-head -head in a clash-type mode. Abilities and supers charge at an extremely faster rate than usual. Respawns are instant, and power ammo spawns are also much faster than usual. With a time limit of 10 minutes, the first team to get 125 eliminations is the winner. Delightful! And Valus Forge returns to the tower for the second time this season, bringing with him the Iron Banner. This is a week-long free-to-play Crucible event, which means that there will be no Trials of Osiris at the weekend. Power level is disabled, which means you can go into Iron Banner with whatever weapons and armor you would like. Iron Banner also brings with it challenges and a seal to become an Iron Lord. Each day for four days for each character, from Tuesday Reset, Lord Saladin will give you the opportunity to receive a Pinnacle Reward. By hovering over the Iron Banner node on the Director, it will tell you how many games you need to play and with what subclass you need to equip to complete it. You can either play each day and collect each pinnacle, or you can wait until Friday Reset to play all the games you need and receive all four pinnacles in one go. From three for your first pinnacle, up to 18 games in total for the all four pinnacles. As a reminder, pinnacle rewards will give you plus five to your power level if you're below the power cap of 1800, but if you're 1800 and trying to reach the pinnacle cap of 1810, then the pinnacles will give you plus two in light. Players can rank up with Lord Saladin to receive rewards from his reward track, and equipping any Iron Banner armor Ornament or weapon plus Iron Banner emblem will progress your progress faster in ranking up. This is multiplied if you complete the daily pinnacle challenges as well. For the Iron Banner gear boost requirements, all five pieces must be equipped as gear or ornaments for it to take effect. For our second week of Iron Banner, we will see the return of the Iron Banner Eruption. Eruption is clashed with energy boosts based on kill streaks, like a mini version of Mayhem. During Eruption, killing your opponents will score you one point and a normal amount of ability energy. After that, when you get your second elimination in a row without dying and assists count two, you become surging. You start lightly glowing, kills start generating 10% super energy and 20% grenade, melee and class energy. You score two points per kill. When you get your fifth kill in a row without dying, you then become primed. You begin glowing brightly and your team goes on the hunt. Everyone on the team gains 5% super and 10% grenade, melee and class energy. For every subsequent kill after that, you gain 12% super and 40% grenade, melee and class energy, and you score 3 points per kill. At 5 kills, you also receive a 15 second timer on you. If the timer reaches 0, you erupt. Erupting kills you, which resets your streak and ends the hunt. Getting a kill resets the eruption timer back to 15. You are then marked on both teams' map for everyone to see right where you are. The other team gets 3 points for killing you, and more than one player can be primed at a time. Also, with the Iron Banner's return, you do have another chance to become an Iron Lord and gild your title. The triumphs for this are Jolder's Victory, win matches in the Iron Banner playlist across all events and seasons. Ganora's Seal, acquire Iron Banner armor. Each piece must be unique to count towards the total. Orman's Taste, acquire Iron Banner weapons. Each weapon must be unique to count towards the total. Orwing Spirit, Earn points by completing objectives in Iron Banner playlist modes. 
Frostmire's will, complete Iron Banner challenges, Crimmel's dedication, reset Iron Banner rank twice, Joram's Hout, complete Iron Banner matches whilst wearing at least one piece of Iron Banner armour, earn additional progress for each piece of Iron Banner armour equipped. And to gild the title this season, you have five triumphs to complete, which are Glorious Howl, win Iron Banner matches, earn additional progress for each piece of Iron Banner gear equipped, again with feeling, reset Iron Banner rank, on point, and points by completing objectives in Iron Banner playlist modes while using a Strand, Solar or Void subclass. One and done, complete all four Iron Banner challenges in a single Iron Banner celebration, and down dear friend, defeat 200 Guardians in the Iron Banner, and bonus progress for using Iron Banner weapons from the current season. The two returning Iron Banner weapons this season are the Bite of the Fox Aggressive Frame Sniper Rifle, which has a base impact of 90, range of 70, and aim assist of 41. It can roll with Vorpal, Opening Shot, and Explosive Payload, with no distractions, Slick Draw, and Snapshot Sights, and has the origin perk Skulking Wolf. While at low health, Guardian Final Blows with this weapon grant enhance radar and remove you from the opposing radar. And the Durham's Claw Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle, which has a base impact of 29, range of 49, and stability of 50. It can roll with Golden Tricorn, Frenzy, and Kill Clip, with Moving Target, Outlaw, and Gutshot Straight. It also has the origin perk of Skulking Wolf and Suro Synergy, where reloads grant this weapon a bonus to handling and reduces incoming flinch for a short time. That is amazing. But before you go, we just want to let the Gambiteers out there know that there will be double XP in the Gambit playlist this week. So if you've had your fill of Iron Banner and want a fast track in getting that new ritual weapon, the Ecliptic Distaff Glaive, and Gambit Ornament, the Viricent Spindle, then Gambit on, my friends. And that's it for the sixth week of Season of Defiance. Now, back to the show. Guardian down. I'm falling out of formation. I can't keep up anymore. Well, don't worry, because there was also a hotfix earlier in the week where we fixed some things. Where you fixed from? Um, well, there was an issue where your seven win trials passage would reward unfocused trials of Osiris Engrams. That's been fixed. In Neomuda, um, they reduced the prevalence of the elite orange health bar enemies to lower the base difficulty of free roam. And they fixed an issue causing the Cabal turrets in the Amisa, Amisa Park to respawn too quickly. Uh, apparently, you know, our, our, buddy, uh, our buddy in Ron, Nezarak, he would not react to players who were well positioned in their well of radiance. Now he's going to react to them. So Lovely. if you've been throwing down the well, he's going to go, no, no, I'd, I'd like to not do that and run away or do a little dance or something. Um, you know, the, the whole thing about uh, combatant health scaling and two and three player fire teams, they reduced those in that mission that was very hard to get through, which we knew about. Same thing as, you know, our law sectors, battlegrounds, master tier night falls. Uh, hunts of all sorts in your Legend of Master campaign, so it should be easier if you've been either putting it off getting through those things or having a hard time with the activity in fire teams. Now it should be much easier to do in fire teams. Uh, they changed the accommodation ranks, which we've talked about already, and what you need for various accommodations. You can theoretically go to Hawthorne and theoretically get some uh, loot for, for uh, handing out accommodations to people. They reduced the number of additional Scorch stacks. The flare-up artifact in PvP grants you to 15 down from 30. So they halved the number of the flare-up artifact perk in PvP only. Uh, and then they fixed the issue where target lock was not correctly deactivating on misses if the weapon was at a 720 RPM or higher, as Respawn mentioned earlier. 
Night Demon, some people were unable to acquire the Risk Runner Catalyst. Oh, no. They were not able to properly enjoy the Risk Runner to its full glory. That has now been resolved. So if you've been trying to get the Risk Runner Catalyst and just cannot, the day is now. The day is now. The day is time for you to Risk Run to your heart's content. Also, if you've been running around with your Quicksilver Storm or your Touch of Malice, it is now going to receive the 40, 40% damage bonus against minor enemies. It should have gotten yeah, it all along. And then finally, they fixed an issue where certain ghost and, and um, weapon mods were correctly uh, were not correctly unlocked when progressing through Guardian ranks. And an issue where certain new players were missing access to certain patrol destinations. So if you couldn't go somewhere as a new player, now you can. And uh, your Quicksilver Storm is now going to Quicksilverly storm through all the world. And I am delighted. And that's what they fixed this week. And we have no report because Twitter's going to Twitter. So do we have any lovely videos? Have you watched anything that was worth watching? Well, I've watched a couple of good videos that I could recommend this week. Uh, Literally a couple of good ones. We have the cool guy, must have Battle Scar, has one of the best PvE combinations. Go and check that one out. And a lore one, because we haven't had an R for a mm. while. But my name is Bife has asked the question, did Sabathun use Strand? Mm. Interesting. Are you interested? I was interested. I clicked and the video. I watched the video. He, but has I, he also me, answered the question? Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm going to let you go and watch it, because I am all about not spoiling things. But if he asks and doesn't answer, then what's the point of the video? So, I, so I'm, I guess he must have. Well... No, I'm not telling Maybe you. Maybe not. There's I'm no, not telling no you. Know. I'm not telling anybody. I'm just telling you to go and watch it. Mm-hmm. I like a good old law video here and there. Um, I need to get my law somewhere because it doesn't show up on this podcast that often. Welcome back to the Not Arf Smear episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> not Smear if he deserves it, dagnabbit. Oh, I, I will say that there was a... a the uh, Destiny Community podcast this week had a really, really good. I th- it was a really good conversation. They were talking about commendations that we've already kind of talked about, but they had some good viewpoints on that. They also talked about the weapons and the, the changes, and they had some really good conversation on that. I believe it was True Vanguard, Tefty Teft, and Fran Mirabella was on there, um, and I'll link that in the show notes because I found that really interesting. It was really engaging this week. And some some weeks I find that it isn't that engaging. I, I think they kind of just breeze over stuff. But it was it was really engaging and it, it kept my attention. And they had some really good points on there. Uh, one of the the points that True Vanguard was talking about is like he's basically going to be a veteran guardian at rank six. He said basically he he does all the things in the game, but he doesn't do the things that Bungie say that he has to do to get to rank seven or eight or nine or ten in those specific orders right now here and there. So, I mean, you said you were at, what, rank nine already, Respawn? Nine. But have yeah. you gone out of your way to do those specific things to get that rank, or have you just done I sp- did. The only thing that I haven't done is the Grandmaster Nightfall, and it's just because it's not out yet. So they removed that as a requirement. I would have done it. We all know that I do Grandmasters, but hmm. it's not out yet, so I didn't get a chance to do it before they removed it. So I think, uh, uh, believe me, I mean, I think we we talked about this with the the commendations, I think it was when we had the commendations discussion and the Guardian ranks and things. It's like, it makes no sense for veteran players to be stuck at veteran player and not be able to progress to like 9, 10, 11 
through just doing what they do in the game. Even you may have done Master Rage, you may have done Grandmaster Nightfalls at some point in the past. Yeah. Because you haven't done it this season, it doesn't seem to say, oh, well, by the way, you've already ticked that box. You are at rank 11. Now, apparently going forward, and I think that, again, they were talking about it on the Destiny Community podcast, that somebody from Bungie said on Twitter that next season the requirements will be shorter because this season will take into effect, you know, what you've already kind of done. So if you've already done X, Y, Z, like with, I'm not sure if it was commendations, but say X, Y, and Z, you've already kind of done this season, it will take that into account so it will be quicker to get to those higher ranks next season. But I'm I'm with True Vanguard on this, that, that... I'm a veteran player. I've been here since day one. Why am I stuck at rank six? Because I don't go to the boxes to do the things that Bungie say I have to do in those specific mm-hmm. orders to get to that next rank. It doesn't seem fair. It, it should be based on you as a player and what you have done in the game up to this point. Just because, uh, like I, I think I did say before, like you know, new players coming in, if they tick all the boxes, they can get to veteran player, like. In a couple of weeks, I think it just it makes no. Yeah, sense. I mean, I'll be honest. I I think I I hit rank seven when they changed the lost sector thing. Because honestly, why would I go into a lost sector at this point? Uh, armor of army, like Death? like. I mean, again, like at, at some like at some point, yes, but likely not this season because I have what I want and um I have too much else to do. I can't really say I'm invested in the guardian ranks ranks at this point. Like maybe again, like. We had a new season. We had an expansion. There's loads to do. Maybe next season I'll actually look at what it wants me to do and pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, again, like I hit seven when they were like, here you go. We're going to hand it to you. I don't know what I need to do for eight. I don't think I've even looked. Like, it's it's not something I'm really engaged with. And I was just curious, like, is that something you guys are looking at? Or, I mean, Respawn, obviously you're making your way through them. I, I didn't know. It. Like, are you looking at those to try to get those done or just going... Oh well, I'm doing things, honestly, and oh, honestly, it, it, it happens to check the boxes too. Like you know, just sort of in in the playing the game, you're getting the things done because it's not like go out of your way to do this thing. Honestly, I think I think I kind of am chasing it now. I'm not one to chase titles or anything like that, but I mean, it, it's a number in my face, and it's like yeah. I could do these things. There's a number. You want to make the number go up? Yeah, I want to make the number bigger. That's what, yeah, that's what I was really curious. Like, you know, is it <laughs> something you're going? Yeah, 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 and that's what I was really curious. Yeah, because I know you're not really, you're not like a title chaser. You're not like, oh, I'm gonna go out and do this thing and do that thing. You're like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go do the hard thing. I'm gonna go do the challenging thing. But that's what I was curious. Like, is this number like, does this represent a challenge and a number to chase, or is it just like a thing that Bungie put in where you went? Eh. I think for me it does. I think I think this is this is a lot easier to get than like a title. I think. Uh, and and it's it's also more obvious flex, right? So if somebody has unbreakable, a lot of new guys aren't gonna know what the hell that is, right? But you see me walking around with an eleven or a twelve next to my name, you're gonna be like, damn, that dude has seen some stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, but on the other, on the flip side of that, you've got True Vanguard, who who is at rank six, who can also say that he's been there and done that and and seen a load of stuff and could literally sherpa you through a raid and carry you to the lighthouse on the same day absolutely it doesn't count for anything because he's not ticking the boxes because of bungie saying that he has to tick those boxes to get to that rank now if those ranks actually stuck and they took into account what you actually did as a guardian then yes i think there would be more incentive for people to actually go yep i'm going to do that and i'm going to keep it because it's something that can be with me forever whereas if it resets every season we're all going to be back to rank six next 
season. And although it may take uh, people a shorter amount of time to get to seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, it, it it has no no relevance at the end of the day when you've got players like True Vanguard that are still at rank six and that are going to be rank six unless they actually tick the boxes to get to the next couple of ranks when Bungie say they need to be. It, it makes no sense. So, mm. so, so where do you fall on this, Night Demon? I would, I would, yeah, I have too much to do. <laughs> no, I think, I, I think I'm in the same boat as True Vanguard is that I could go and do all these things and I could tick all the boxes and I could really show off my what I could do, but there's no incentive because it just resets next season. It's like it's not going to stick with me. I'm a veteran player, Tommy yeah, but they're, they're also saying that, like, yeah, but Tommy from next door could be a veteran player next week. It makes no sense, but I've been mm. here since day one. Yeah, what I'm saying though is like they're also saying that not all of them are going to get reset. You know, like I don't know, man. I don't. I guess we're going to have to wait to see which ones get reset before we can have an actual opinion. You know, if it's just like the the easy stuff, like uh, like one of them is like reach the, reach the pinnacle cap for that season. Well, if the pinnacle cap changes to let's say 1900, okay, well I'm going to make it to that pinnacle cap. That's why that reset got you. I'm gonna do that, right? But if it's something like I got to go back and I got to do another Lost Sector Master Solo Flawless, I've done that. That's the thing I've done. But the thing is, we've already done things like that. If you have played the game and you have done those things, it hasn't taken that into account. I know it's probably hard for it to take into account, but they should have thought of that before they implemented this because there's no incentive for veteran players to, to aspire to get to rank 11. To say to say to other, I thought players, that same thing about I the can, gilding. I, here. I thought the same thing about the gilding, but people love the gilding. You know what I'm saying? The, the thing is, with, with the gilding, if, if you love an activity like uh, like parody likes his gambit, and I, I like <laughs> my uh, I like my uh, Iron Banner, it, you you go out if you because that's the game mode that you're playing. So it's like just naturally it just comes, and you just go, I'm going to gild this, I'm going to gild this. But things like the Dead Eye perk, which I think everybody's not Dead Eye perk, the, the Dead Eye seal that everybody's kind of forgotten about that comes around every season that says you have to use this weapon to get these many kills. You have to do, I think, it's three birds, one stone, where you in Crucible you have to get a heavy, a special, and a primary kill mm-hmm. in about five different games. That comes around, but nobody mentioned it. It's, it's one of those seals that just kind of got lost. Once you've done the initial one, you're like, why am I doing this again? It's like, mm-hmm. it was a thing that I was, I was, it was i was doing every now and then and then once i lost track of them i was like no this hasn't got me i just i don't want to do it anymore but with with iron banner i just it's because i like iron banner i'm going to be in there and keep gilding it and the same with parody with his his gambit i mean i think you're past the point of no return when you're at like seven or eight resets aren't you parody Oh, I'm, I'm well, well past the point of no return yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i mean and honestly like the seals I appreciate Super the skills and, and I appreciate the guilds because it gives, and yeah, because I'm sure there are people out there who are like, I want to play the game and I want, I want to make that dead eye number go up. Like, honestly, that's how I look at my, my, my gambit gilding. Like I want to make that number go up. I want the number to go up every single season because it's yeah. something I enjoy. And, and, and it, it is a weird, like, have you lost your mind flex? Like it, it's totally enjoyable. And, and maybe again, next season, when we're not also doing brand new expansion and season and, 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 Maybe I'll look at the Guardian Rings and go, okay, now I have time to sort of think about and focus on these. But right now, I'm like, you, you give me a season where I can make them, you know, you give me a way to make the number go up. I'm going to make that number go up. This other number, I'll worry about that later. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scratch Reflex says, uh, I'm dying also. I went out of the way for a few things, but everything else came from my pinnacle grind. Makes sense, because a lot of these things you gotta you got to do to get pinnacles. So, yeah, some of them can just come naturally. I mean, yeah, if it, if it came naturally and it was part of you just progressing through the game, then that's fair enough. But, yeah, I, I think a lot of things were tied to pinnacles, like the, the weekly story mission. If, you, if you're doing the pinnacle for that, then, yes, you'll tick the box for that. But it says when you're doing it, it says just, like, do the weekly story mission. But then, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you have to do three times to get that box ticked. Is that right? Story mission? You know the weekly story mission on Lightfall on the Amiga? Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to do it like three times. It's not like it's one and done. You have to do it three times. That isn't, that's what I don't understand. It's if if it's a, just a tick box exercise, why do you have to go through? I'm not getting a triumph. It's not like I, I need yeah. to go play play three Nightfalls to get a pinnacle. I'm doing the 100,000 to get the pinnacle, but now you're telling me I have to run through that mission or do the next two weeks again and again to say I've done it for just to progress my guardian rank. Make up your mind, Bungie. The first tick should be, yes, I've done uh, a weekly story mission and I've reached that and got the pinnacle. The, you know, the next rank, oh, you've done it a couple more times or you've sherpered people through you or you've helped somebody that hasn't gone through it before. That is more meaningful, not like, oh, you've just got to tick the box three times and then we'll give you the thing. I think some of the requirements are a bit weird, to be honest, as well. Yeah, so I mean, I they, think, they gotta yeah. add stuff in there because eventually they're gonna run out of stuff to do. So yeah, they're gonna have to add some weird stuff. I'm just hoping as I progress, I don't see something like uh, solo flawless run in <laughs> under thirty minutes. No, <laughs> no, no. But there should be that rank. I don't want it. There should be a point where it, I don't mind it resetting, but it resetting at a point where. If you've been here from day one and you've done all the different things in the game and say you've got to rank 11 and then rank 11 to 12 resets every season because it gives yeah. you new things as that experienced guardian to do. And it's not not simple things, but it's like Sherpa, like two people through uh, the route of Nightmare's Raid or mm -hmm. you know, carry two people. Uh, or complete, uh, complete whatever new dungeon comes up, right? Because exactly. you can have do, new content. Do the right? things that... that make you stand out as a guardian not just do the tick box exercises to get to 11 that you've already done the previous couple of seasons it should be everybody can attain rank 11 and then once you're at rank 11 you maintain to get to rank 12 by doing various different things in the community well no you don't have to do a gm anymore uh scratch that was removed from from nine you don't have to do grandmasters anymore but i think the point he was trying to make was he says i gilded conqueror twice so yeah. now you're telling me I have to run a GM this season to prove I know how to run a Grandmaster? It should have counted. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But then they do that with the gilding, don't they? They say that every season you can gild that title by running their certain amount of GMs to gild that title. You know, you could be a Conqueror. I mean, my Conqueror took me a very long time. I, I did like one easy, I say easy, one GM per season for about six seasons to get my conqueror title which now then when the gms come around i can now have that un that node unlocked so that i can then select but it took me a while to get there because i was just you know trying to do it the easy way basically for me but i think if i'd have sat down and done it in that season and just really put some time and effort into it i could have got it done and then 
unlock the node and then continue doing it. But again, it's it's down to a time frame. But it's something that I have done. I've unlocked it. I've got the the conqueror seal. So surely the game should know that I've done X, Y, and Z in the game. But yeah, Parody, do you have a video this week for us to to check out? There's only there's only one. I watched a couple, but honestly, I I once again have a whole you know browser tab full of videos that I should get around to watching one of these days. The one I, uh, one of the few I did watch that was Destiny related is uh, Ascendant Nomad put out one that just said, "Bungie, why should we care about this?" Which is sort Ooh. of a, his his follow up, you know, to, as the Crucible Doctor decided to tell us, you know, hey, you know, Bungie, you put out this big PvP article, sort of, you know, a little too little too late, you know. I, I mean, he goes and talks about you know in depth all the changes and the things that they were looking for and. What he as a you know the crucible doctor and as he jokingly you know says hey I refer to myself as the crucible doctor, this is obviously what I'm here for and sort of his take as a PvP main and and sort of the take of other PvP mains on what what this meant at this point in the game and uh, yeah it just you know it's just interesting to, to get that take of just here's what I wanted to see and when I wanted to see it and here's what we got out of it. Mm. So, okay. I just thought that was interesting. And and I know Bungie put out the uh, Creating the Sounds of Lightfall article this week, which I kind of totally glossed over. But if you're into music and Destiny, that's probably worth checking out, too. There's a couple of videos in there about uh, uh, Strand, the audio behind scenes, some some behind the scenes stuff with, like, scraping rubber bands over uh, cling wrap and whatnot. Oh, yes, I love hearing the different sounds. Like, like somebody's crushing lettuce. To, to make like a certain type of sound of, of you walking over gravel. And I was like, I would not have caught that. No, not, no, not even a little bit. I love those behind the scenes things. That's great. Yeah, y'all should take, definitely take a look at that. Yeah, so that, that, that's my other video video recommendation. Not that I've watched them because it's been a week. But yeah, there, there was a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of you know, embedded videos into the Creating the Sounds of Lightfall article from this week. Okay, I'll just the um, show notes then. Um, I do want to give a shout out to one of our Patreons. Um, Whoever you are, please send me a message so I can do this properly. <laughs> but because I forget, other, everybody knows. Everybody knows start. I forget your name. But hold on, You're a Patreon this but week you could not be a Patreon. No, he's, he was a Patreon because we played together this week. Right? Was a drift, was a drifter's driftwood who you identified last week as? Oh, hey, I didn't know you were. I did again. I can't remember because I had a long week and I was tired and we were playing together. But I remember I, I joined in on them because I recognized their name. Ooh. What was her name? I can't remember. But you know you I recognized it at the time. And you I know jumped you can in. go to the Bungie app and, and scroll down on your character and see what you've played, and then you click on it, and it'll tell you who you've played with. Bungie app? Let's, let's try it. Let's, let's do a live preview of this. Okay, oh, so God. Bungie app. You go on the Bungie so app. That's Destiny you go 2. To Guardian. Yep. Go to Guardian. Okay. Right. Oh, I, have to, I have to update, apparently. It's been a while since oh. this has been opened. Okay. Guardian. I think okay. you can also go to Bungie.net and do the same thing. No, but we're in the app. We're, we're sticking with the, the app. It's the post game carnage report from there. No, we, we were doing pinnacles and stuff. Um, is it updated? Okay. Is it updated? Guardian? Yep, yep. I'm here. Right. Guardian. Go to Guardian. Yep. Scroll to the bottom and it says bottom. show more history. Scroll game history? Okay. Boom. No, yeah, game history. And then make sure that you're on your hunter if you're on your hunter. And then you can see all the last games. It goes back miles. Goes back to it. It keeps going back. I mean, mine's going right back to September. It's oh, going wow. back to August. Oh my word! It tells me everything. Right. So yeah. you can find in the last week who they you've played with and what it was. The and then if you click on it, it will tell you who it was. Okay. Drum roll, please. If wow. if you don't have the app or you're going, wait, I can do that. You can also go to bungie.net 
log in, you know, as your account in the upper right hand corner, slap, slap the icon that's your name. It'll bring out a little menu that'll show season progress, triumphs, mm-hmm. collections, and game history. So you can go to your game history and it will show you as well if you played on, you know, if you're ah. multi platform, Xbox or PC or Steam or whatever. It'll show you what character. If you're saying, I don't remember who it was, but I want to narrow down by activity, you can say, oh, it was a raid. Let me just show raids. Yeah. So you too can go back and see your past game history if you're trying to find that person or go, no, 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 I totally played against Frostbolt and, and he went the floor with us or or I got that kill. Mm-hmm. You can figure out what game that was. And um, because of this trick that I've just been taught, I now know that it was basically salt. <laughs> I was hanging out with me all night and uh nacl yep and um as soon as he joins in he goes man i'm sorry i don't have a better mic it's like i i pause because you know anybody who's played with me offline knows i'm gonna take a stab as soon as i can right and i was about to say well get your broke ass out and get a better mic and then i realized he's a patron i was like but wait no you give us your money so hold on um Listen, I, I can support you or buy a microphone, not both. I'm, you get I'm sorry, one or the you other. You cannot throw stones in a greenhouse. You sometimes have the worst if you're traveling. Is no, it... I'm not. I'm not saying. No, he said oh, he not even when you're traveling. Mic. Yes, <laughs> but you don't even apologize. Right? I have to apologize but, for but you no, in the show no, to say respond is... something and touch the button, and now we can't hear I've him. Not or he throws... No, not for a while. But I'm just saying. <laughs> You can't speak about it. When I'm at home, my setup never changes at home. You guys, when I'm out on the road or whatever, yeah, but you know, what have you done? I'm like, nothing, dude. Nice. I've, I've sat down at my desk nice. and I've never touched anything. I, I, I'm blaming Luna. I think Luna comes in and goes and touches all the buttons when you're not there. You come she back might. and you're, you're roboting out for like the first half an hour kind of thing. She might. I, I she can't. Might. I can't speak for when I'm not here. But yeah, thanks for that, and uh, I appreciate you take the time instead of buying high quality microphones, you spend it on us so that we can bring you more entertainment. So thanks for that. But get a better mic. You sound like crap. Uh, <laughs> and what? and I would like. I, I meant to do this earlier and forgot about it. And since I've also gone and found the list because there was a list, I just want to thank, along with Night Demon. Noble, who we who we drug in kicking and screaming, uh, our buddy Donnie, Don Azarda, Oz, Azarda. I just call him Donnie. Donnie, Donnie from the stream, MT Retro, not Arf, Azure Demon, Blue Screen Forty Two. It's Dave B, Zipped Peregrine, and Adi Biscotti. Thank you all for the various roles you played in the raid. We attempted to do the other morning. It was good fun. You're all good people, and we appreciate you. Mm. that's a good raid when you know that you know you, you've had fun and the time has flown by and you've had no, so that's a good group that's a good run it's a good raid that's a that's what i remember destiny raids being is that you may fail that encounter a hundred times but you have had fun with that group you know nobody's raged out nobody's had a complete meltdown about breakdown in communication or you know you haven't fired your galahorn at the right time it's like we all did something wrong and we're just going to take it on the chin and we're going to reset and let's go again. Yeah. So, yeah it's, it's and and for God's sakes, communication is key guys, right? Not always. No, Not it always. is key. No, we were doing <laughs> master the other day well, and that, my team that guy over there is a perfectly good call out. Uh, well, yeah. no, no. What I'm saying is my team, so. whenever you're on planets, the guy who's doing the ad kill, is the guy that's responsible for killing the Colossus. He's higher up than everybody else. He's got a better advantage. He's got a better view. 
he's the guy that kills the Colossus because he can see them, right? I will say... These are words I don't understand. I will say that left and right, you do need to know left and right. So some of us, Parody and I, struggled with where the uh, tormentors were. We were calling out right, but meaning left, and sometimes on the left, they were on the right. We're going to have to get this sorted out. I mean, no, I've do what I do. I had the same hand, thing, but I still couldn't identify left. So, no, no, no. do what I'm, I do, right? Because, because Fusco always gets mad at me for that. I always call left and right wrong right. on your monitor, left, right? Put some yeah. sticky notes, left, an R for this side and an L for that side, and just, just, just look down whenever you're going to call left or right, look to see what side it is, and then compare to the sticky note. That's How's that going to help on my TV? Where, where okay. am I putting my monitor? How, uh, do you, how do you address the, your wife making fun of you and asking why there's a left and right on the TV in the living room? Uh, you don't have to tell her it's left and right, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> just an L and an R. That's all you need. Just. <laughs> and as we're here kind of doing shout-outs and things, I do want to give a shout-out to We Noble's friend. So We Woo! Noble, in the uh, chat a couple of weeks back, probably about a month back, had a custom Guardian 3D printed and he said, do you mind if this guy kind of contacts you and, and you can promote his stuff? I was like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot about it until he sent me a message this week and going, here's my here's my details. I'm thinking, I haven't mentioned him yet. So I do apologize. Mm-hmm. It is DLB 3D prints. I will put the link in our show notes. And he prints uh, anything Destiny, including custom guardians. And I b- believe that We Noble had something custom made. So if yeah. you are interested. The Noble had looked really good. Yeah, if you're interested in that, I will drop the link in our show notes so that you can click on that and then contact the nice man and see what he can make for you. Yeah, my wife. Um, you know the you know the Cade statue. The, I will not be the, asking for your wife now. No, you know you know the eight inch Cade statue that was on Bungie's website for a long time and it was like 150 bucks, 200 or something like that. I do. My wife for our anniversary gave me a package and I opened it up and it's the Cade statue and I'm like, oh. you're broke, <laughs> right? Well, no, hang on a minute. We've you discussed this the other me. week. You know that she's not broke if she has access to your credit. I'm broke, all right? Broke. So because <laughs> she's out there buying you bought Cade yourself statues. a Cade statue. Right. <laughs> well done. And I got the Cade statue and I was like, how did you afford this, right? And she goes, honestly. I found it on sale for like seventy bucks. I'm like, don't embe- don't be embarrassed. That's awesome, you know. Oh, yeah, I now have a full size Kate statue at a discount, so I'm very yeah, happy about ones. that. There you go. Yeah. So I don't know where she got it from, guys, but apparently you can find the cool stuff on the Bungie website and oh, other they, places. Or or just they go into clearance eventually, and they go, listen, this this is over. We've got ninety of these things left over. Just just get them out of here. We're tired of them sitting on the, on the shelf. Listen, you better don't talk about it. Like <laughs> it's like, okay, just everything. I mean, eventually, the merch has to go somewhere, so it's it's time to send the merch away. Fair enough. Away. <sighs> I know there's a lot of listeners of the show, and I appreciate that. We appreciate all of you, whether you're a patron or not. You just you know you tune in each week or you download the show each week and you you get those numbers up but what i would really 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 like is for you to head on over to the youtube channel and subscribe to our youtube channel because there there are 507 of you that have already subscribed that's good it's amazing it's the number just keeps going up day by day by day by day and we're putting content out there each and every week and respawn is going to add to that content so if you want to see his unique builds or unique in his mind builds 
then you need to subscribe to our Two Titans and a Hunter at YouTube. That, that's what you need to do. So yep. go over there, click the button. Even if you don't want to watch the videos, just just it it pleases me. It warms my cockles to know that you've subscribed. You're what? No, no, don't warm those. No, whatever he just said, my we're feet. not warming those. That's not a thing. Warm your cockles. Yeah, you want you want you want to warm the British man's cockles. I don't think I do. Yeah, there there's are, enough there are of you that download this this podcast. There are three hundred videos there for you. Three hundred. Sure every week, that. there is just more. When I go to the main page, it tells me there's three hundred videos. Ooh, there is. There I is three hundred. Then that's it. Every every single week. I mean, this is Sparta after all. I mean, every yeah. week you're you're going to get what's happening this week in Destiny. Where are all the things I can do? What are all the drops I can get? You're getting what, what Shada has every single week. If you want to look good, if you want to feel good, if you're going, I'm missing this Shada, when are you going to sell it to me? We will tell you. If you're going, I'd like to listen to this show and see some silly gameplay in the background. Uh-huh. Every week. Every week. There it is. Yeah. All week long. And then, you know, and the live streams. You know, if you're like, hey, I, I heard you guys did a ridiculous raid and failed over and over again. You too can go watch that ridiculous failure over and over again. Or sometimes you, do, you might just get a cheese. Like your sol- solo legendary breakneck mission tormentor cheese. You never know what you're going to get, so it's worth hitting that subscribe button just to have it show up. So when well, you're you won't with your wife anymore. under her account, watching YouTube on the TV, you will start to see Two Titans and Hunter content under her YouTube, and she goes, what is this? What, why is this here? What have you done? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And I will say nothing, nothing at all. I don't know what you're talking about. But, oh. but yeah, but thank you for everyone who listens. We... We we've been at this a while, and we're going to continue to do this until the the end of time or when the game explodes. But we appreciate you listening, and we appreciate you hanging out with us. And thank you, it means yeah, a lot. Thank you very much. And that's all I've got. That's all you've got. I think that's all anybody any of us have. I, I don't know if we if we stop talking for two seconds, he will interject with another squirrel story. Keep going. No, I'm passing out. I am crying everything I can to stay awake. So before we interject with the squirrel stories, I'm going to interject with the our favorite band of squirrels. That are over there trying to be thrown with a good time are lovely patrons who we love and appreciate so very much and help us do what we do. Zep Orbit, the T-Rex King, Dedicated Way M64, the Scarlet KM, Star Vortige, Carver2782, We Noble, Gold Gods1562, basically salt. Zombie wow, that Pop, list. Is Pipe, that list really bigger? Chaos, wow. And the Drifters Driftwood. It's the same list every single week because everyone loves us. Drifters Driftwood is our latest patron who went over to patreon.com slash T-T-A-H and said... I appreciate these bozos. I like what they do. Let's yep. throw some money their way. And we appreciate you for doing that. And uh, yeah, it helps us keep this show on the road yeah, as much as there's a road and this show follows it. But we appreciate it. And, you know, we appreciate that uh, the nice British man can can pay for hosting on this show and we can buy, you know, fancy sports cars and deluxe editions of things. Or, you know, one one day. That's the goal. That's the goal. You know, one day to become rich and famous. And then we, too, can have a podcast we're going to call it Destiny in the name and then stop talking about Destiny because that's really the end game for all of us. Right? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, is that no. Not, not it? Okay. No. So no. instead of doing that, I'll just say thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responds in real life. Our Lord Scribe, who we have defamed, his good name is not Arf. One day he'll be back to defend himself. One day he'll hear this and go, hey, you guys said those things about me. We did. We sure did. And we will again. If you're upset mm-hmm. about that, you should email the show at two Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com. We're also on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Basically everywhere is Two Titans and a Hunter. Find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on YouTube each week for new episodes, weekly update videos, 
and live streams. If you didn't see us absolutely failing at a raid, you can go back and watch every second from Night Demon's perspective of us failing at a raid. TwoTitansAndAHunter.com is where you find the show. If you want to join the Otter Dance troupe, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash T-T-A-H. Or if you just want to toss some, some coin our way, ko-fi.com slash TwoTitansAndAHunter. And that is all spelled out, T-W-O-T-I-T-A-N-S-A-N-D-A-H-U-N-T-E-R. And if you want the thrill of live action and spicy language and, you know, D&D every now and again, twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. Or if you want to keep it family friendly like a proper British gentleman early in the morning, failing at a raid over and over again, or other things, twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter. Go there. The schedules are online. Hit the lovely little button that says, I want to follow you, and I will be notified if Twitch notifies you. Yeah, you know, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. When everyone goes live, and uh, yeah. Until this week, respawn, go take a nap. Night Demon, go wash your arm, or, you know, rinse it, or do whatever you need to do. And uh, tell the people goodbye, and we'll talk to them next week. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. just because like i think i did say before like you know new players coming in if they tick all the boxes they can get to veteran player like in a couple of weeks i think it just it makes you, no sense. you broke up for me and it sounded like nymphos coming in and if they want to tick with the box i'm like whoa 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 <laughs> whoa that's what are we talking about that's the only fans content that, that's definitely an outtake by going to night demons only fans <laughs>